Let's Welcome see, back goes the to open. the Hank Strange situation. Lifestyle. Make sure you guys subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified. We are live. Come on, let's do jazz hands, guys. Let's do, let's see the jazz hands up in there. Why do we, okay, we got like, we got 13C Joe too many times. Hold on, I gotta take him out one time. <laughs> and then add Mike, <laughs> add in Mike from MW Tactical. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 394 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios. Yeah, that's right. Uh, our our title for today is uh, D-Day, Vox, Crowder, and the Adpocalypse, if you guys haven't heard about that. Adpocalypse 2.0, right? Yeah, Adpocalypse right. 2.0, 3.0, some kind of point oh is going on. And we're, we're going to talk about that. We've got uh, we've got Mike from MW Tactical here. Let me see. Let me put him up. What's up, Mike? What's going on, man? Not too much. Um, just sitting here chilling. Um, same time, just glad to be on and have some great conversation going. Okay, very cool, very cool. We've also got Joe from 13C Gun Reviews joining us. What up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Good to see you. Yes, yes. And we got Babyface P. He's in here. There's what's up? Babyface P. He's in the house. I'm here. You guys are here. Um, we're coming off of doing the uh, Live with Mac show yesterday. Uh, I hope everything's working out good. If, if things aren't, let us know. I'm going to remind everyone to thumbs ups, okay? Let's try to get as many thumbs ups going, you know. I mean, yesterday we had a whole bunch of thumbs ups, but you guys just can't be coming in only for Mac. You got to represent. <laughs> We've got like four screens. We've got the quad going today. So, um, and then Joe's got some. Can you, can you hear us, Joe? I I can. Uh, I'm good. Just FYI, that link you emailed us is, uh, it looks like that's to show 386 is popping oh, up to me. Oh, crap. Yeah, am I on the wrong thing again? Oh, let's find out. That's probably me. I'm in the wrong. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. I will click over to it and find it, and boom, there it is. I found yeah, it. I'm probably doing, yeah, it. I'm probably in the wrong show again because uh, I, I restarted this thing. See? So that, uh, yeah. So if you can tell everyone who's if any if there's two things going on right now tell those people to come God. over here, yeah. The chat you're says you're looking it. good, Hank. So okay, good. This chat's up. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we, it was just a link you sent. Yeah, you we sent out in the email. That's all. Yeah, we'll we might have we might have two things going on. So just tell everyone to come over here, <laughs> and then we'll have. It's a disaster. You yeah. are a technical I disaster. It, I had it set up properly. <laughs> Lola, of course. Lola. No, it's working. It's oh, working. Lola don't said, throw Lola under the bus. I, yes. Lola, I know. Lola has to do it. Lola was was born to get thrown under the bus here. No, it's it's bus. working correct. I'm looking at the channel. Yeah. You're good. So <laughs> Okay, okay. See, no one was Lola didn't do anything. It's all Hank Strange's fault. Oh, it's of course it's yeah, of course yeah. it's Hank's fault. It's his channel. I guess there's two things going. That's why I didn't want to restart, because when I restart, I need to select the Don't worry about it, woman. I got it all sorted out. Don't you worry about it. Don't worry your pretty little head about it. Okay, now she's going to stand in here. And, and stare uh, the yeah. whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to feel very self-conscious through the rest of this. You don't need to be. We got this. As a matter of fact, I'm going to stand right here behind no, you. No, no. No one's going to see you anyway. You're too short. I'll get, I'll get up tall. No I'll one can see you. you. You're way too short. <laughs> they, the people can't see you out there. 
What's so up, Lola? <laughs> hashtag more Lola less Hank. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Don't start that nonsense all over again. Yeah, listen, as everyone's coming in here, just thumbs up so that we um we get this going. And then Patrick, if you can, or Lola, whichever the other one is, someone has to go over there and shut that. There's one not off. a second one. There's not, there's a, not second a second one? Oh, there's no. only one? No, okay. no, it was, it was just the link that was <laughs> sorry. Know, no, Joe, it, Hank just does not listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> Just the link. Just the link. Yeah. Too like many four, thoughts. Four times now, he's like, yeah. it's just the email link that you sent us. It's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> You're making my brain thinker think too many thoughts, people. Okay? We gotta, we gotta slow it down. Slow it down over here. All right. Anyway, everyone coming in, thumbs ups, by the way. And then check out everyone that's in here. So we've got Mike from MW Tactical. Go check out his social media and all those kinds of things. Make sure you guys follow him over there. Uh, he's doing a bunch. He's, Mike's got a whole bunch of things uh, that he gets up to, which we'll get into here. Make sure you check out 13C Gun Reviews as well on all his uh, different social medias. Babyface P, of course, he is uh, the newest YouTube uh, billionaire. Oh, about to, about to be, yep, I'm making it, making yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Have you had Apocalypse 2.0 starting and I'm just getting my channel. Yeah, yeah you're right on time. You're right on time, Patrick. <laughs> uh, did um, you get to a thousand subscribers yet? Not yet. No, yeah. As Where of last night, I was at 750. 750. Nice. Okay, come so I'm, on. I'm moving along slowly. I'm moving yeah, along. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. Like, I right. think Mac said last night he's 950,000 subscribers. He's like 50,000 away from a million. Oh my God! So let's encourage everyone out there that hasn't hasn't subscribed to Military Arms Channel, of course, to go subscribe to him, and maybe like one or two of you could subscribe to Babyface P, Thirteen C oh, yeah. Gun Reviews, MW I Tactical. We're, I think we're know. preaching to the choir, though. I think that's the problem. <laughs> well, well in, in in my case, you're not because I hate to say it, but I mean, I I I follow you on Instagram and everything else, and I've been I've been digging all the pictures of uh, Neckbone, but. I don't think I saw anything that said you started your own YouTube channel. I feel oh, horrible. Yeah. yeah. Now go check it out. We yeah. what I literally what am. Do right we have now. to do we have to keep a running tab of babyface P on YouTube? Let's do All that. Right, so Let's something see. horrible happened here. It says seven forty nine. I oh, clicked somebody. on seven fifty. And oh, okay. and I'm making sure that I'm ringing the bell. Oh, you gotta, there you, ring, go. you gotta oh. ring that damn bell because if you don't ring it, you're not gonna get notifications. Yeah. Right. I have Ooh. one. I'm gonna work on one tonight and have a video up tomorrow on building out a Ruger American rifle. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. we have uh, stuff on the way and I have a ton of content. We I sat down with a friend of mine um and planned out a ton of content that we're gonna work on. So I should have some stuff that I'm not just going to like for the last six months, I've been like, oh, I'll put out a video and then I never do. It's actually working. I'm actually putting out content finally. Yeah. Mine says you've got uh, 754 people. Oh, but uh, yeah. So, yeah, Mike, you're on YouTube also, right, Mike? Yeah, I'm on YouTube under M-W Tactical. There you go. Everyone make sure so. you're, you're subscribed to M-W Tactical as well. Okay. Make sure you do all those things. Let's try to get Babyface to it at that. Where are you at, Mike? You probably need to get Mike to a thousand on YouTube or yeah, Instagram. On, on YouTube, I don't even know what I got on um, YouTube. I don't oh, even okay. look. Only numbers I look at is Instagram. So. Oh, okay, yeah, that's useless tube. Yeah, because that's where the, the the ladies are on. Well, hold on a second. I don't know if Mike's married or not. I don't want to get him in trouble. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> not I'm, I'm married. Over. Oh, you're not married? Okay, yes, because because of the ladies, he only cares about Instagram. No, no, it's not even that. It's just I feel like I got more conversational pieces on Instagram uh -huh. so I can talk to the peoples. Yeah, you can slip in those DMs easier. 
Nah, not like that. You know, I value my sleep, so. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Don't try to, don't try to fool me. I know. I, I know it goes down in the DM. I heard that song. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, please listen, subscribe to everyone out there. Let's keep it going. Obviously, we do have there's a whole bunch of social media craziness going on. Um, before I get too deep into anything, today's D-Day, yo. It's D-Day today. And, and I think Babyface was giving me a hard time last night. Let me see if I could do this right. I'm going to show. Can you guys see the thing on my head? Can you see it? Oh, yeah. yeah. It still looks oh, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. There you go. No, That's it's my... just it's just because because Max said turn more to the right, and you like backed up away from the camera. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, it was so painful. That two minutes was so painful to watch. <laughs> so let me ask, you, how long did it take him to actually do that design? Um, it takes. Uh, I think it's around an hour, maybe a little oh. longer than an hour or so. Yeah, that, that dude is pretty skilled with that. Yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I so, saw it on Facebook. I was like, that's pretty hot right there. Yeah. So yeah. that's my barber, Mo Money the Barber, who is uh, his barbershop is right downstairs from uh, where my studio is here in Gainesville. So if anyone wants to come here and hang out with me, if you make an appointment with Mo Money the Barber, you can come get your hair cut. I'll even come down there, hang out with you a little bit while you're getting your hair cut. You can hang out with me. You know, I'm just saying I'm putting it out there. See, people say I never say, you know, you want to hang out with Hank Strange? Come get a haircut. You know? Now, did he did he do all that by just um, hand and didn't like trace anything, or did he draw out something first? Or no, he does that by hand. He's an artist. So, oh, nice. so basically, yeah, basically, when I was uh, so, let me see, when was this? In like 1977, when I lived in England, um, and I started reading and stuff like that. One of the things I, I started reading was comic books, and one of my favorite ones was uh, Sergeant Rock. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that Sergeant Rock comic book. Uh, it's oh, see, nobody heard of that in America apparently. It's about an American GI, but it's but it's, it's a British. DC. Thing? It's DC. It was a comic book. Hmm. You can look at it, Google it, look it up, look up Sergeant Rock. Does anyone out there in the chat have you guys ever heard of Sergeant Rock? It's an American GI, and and the the comic books followed him. That was one of my uh, first comic Ooh, books that I was the into. Art is really cool. Yeah, I love that. I love that thing. And that's basically what's. Um, so the idea that I had when I was driving in, I was like, you know what? I should do like a Sergeant Rock, like a, the the World War II helmet, but make it a skull. But then when we and Mo and I were talking like, yeah, let's give him a cigar, you know, give the skull a cigar. So that's what, that's how that whole thing came out. We looked up some uh, pictures online. He had a couple of different pictures uh, on his phone, but he basically, there was no one picture of what we wanted to do. So he had a couple of different things and then he just freestyled it in my head. So. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. So, um, you know, and uh, you know, he. Oh can... man, Hank, you may you may have me on a new a new comic book bender. Yeah, those social arts were good. I'm surprised. Yeah, this looks pretty cool. Of it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did anyone out there? Is it just me that knows about that? Must just have been okay. It's Chris Bullis says Sergeant Rock is awesome. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a comic book guy. So yeah, I I missed out when I was a kid. I totally missed out on comic books. Now as a a. Oh God! Approaching middle-aged adult, I guess you'd call it. I'm like mm -hmm. trying to get back tr or trying to get into them, mm -hmm. but now I totally missed out on comic books. Yeah, I think that was probably really big in England or something. But I know mm -hmm. that it came it came from America. You so. sure? Yeah, I'm pretty. You know what? We're gonna have to. Let's okay. Let me see. I'm gonna have to. Wikipedia I'm looking to see who stuff. made it. 
Yeah, Wikipedia it. See what it, it says. It is. It's a DC. Yeah, it's totally yeah. a DC comic. Yeah. yeah. So Sergeant Hulk is big toe. He says, uh, yeah, ran in the 60s. I think it mm. ran all the way up to the 80s, to be honest with you. Mm. So, mm. yeah, I read a lot of comic books, but some of them are weird. Like, I read all... Tintin's not really a comic book, but it was kind of like a comic book. Did you guys ever hear of Tintin? Tintin, that's the dog? Yeah, the, the, uh, yep. the guy's name is Tintin, and then his dog is Snowy, mm-hmm. and he's Captain Haddock, and... He had all these adventures. It was like a That's French. That's super a French. British, isn't it? It's French. Oh, super French. That's what it is. It's yeah. really French. Yeah, it was. I know nothing of that. Yeah, it was a French. It was a, a a European thing. So they had it all over Europe. But I discovered that in Nigeria, actually, uh, when we first went to live there, we had to to like live in this hotel for se- several months, and I was really bored. And they happened to have the all these uh, books in there. So I just collected all of them and read them over and over again. Um, so yeah, those th- that's why I have like weird tastes when it comes to all this stuff. Uh, but they made a movie out of that. I don't know if you guys, uh, did you see the movie? Tintin, I didn't see the movie, but I remember when it came out, it was a big deal yeah. for people overseas. Like yeah. across the pond, it was a big deal. Yeah, it did. I guess it didn't do anything here in America. No. No, I didn't no. take off here. Yeah, so there you go. What can I say? Uh, I could bring it back. I could bring it back to make it happen. What, what was the time frame on this again? Uh, Tintin? Yes. Um, I That's been around since the 30s, I want to say. Mm. If you look it up, it's probably been around since the 30s. The movie came out in 2011. Yeah, the movie came out in 2011, but the, co- it's the a, comic series or the I don't know. If you don't have novel kids or you didn't... Thing, if you, if you're an American without kids or didn't grow up with it, then you probably wouldn't have gone and seen it. Because it, it's like, I think it was like a kid's movie. It was a cartoon movie, right? The movie, uh, I'm not going to say that it was a kid's thing. I think Steven Spielberg um, was one oh, of the Oh, it was, yeah. He directed it. Box it. office, $374 million. They did pretty well on yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And it was all oh. animated. It was all animated, mm-hmm. pretty well done. And they had some famous people. Um, doing the voices in there, but the but the books that it's based it's kind of like a graphic novel, I want to say. Really, mm-hmm. the the comic books were bigger than you know, but it was kind of like in a graphic novel style. I think that's been around since the thirties. So, mm. yeah, yeah, you know, twenty eleven. You said the movie came out, but twenty eleven, I was in Afghanistan, so that's ah, why it probably oh, doesn't God. ring a bell for That'll me. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those you weird mean, you, things. You mean you guys in the in the sandbox weren't watching cartoon kids movies? Come on, man. What were you guys um, doing? Well, you know, the, the way the movies went for us was um, <laughs> we, we had movies on hard drives. You know, so mm-hmm. okay. would go home on leave. They would um, download the bootlegs or whatever the case. <laughs> you could yeah, bootleg it all. Share, yeah, somebody would get it on their computer, and then you give them your hard drive. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, okay. Oh. Were you so? Were you allowed? I thought that okay. So were you guys allowed to see? Were you allowed to see the naughty stuff or no? What was that? Uh, somebody had to bring that. Come on. Yeah. Did, you, um, did you get the the, naughty the way it went was, um, and they started this over the second time over in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Was you can get the naughty stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're talking about we're talking about yeah. porn people for people yeah. who don't know. <laughs> and if you um <laughs> if you saved it to your computer or whatever, so when you go through the customs check. Um, they'll go through all your bags and everything, look through all your videos, and they would only allow you to have so many videos when you go back. Because, you know, when you're overseas, a lot of movies that come out here, like in June or July, they are already out in like January, February overseas. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
So um, they put this disc in your computer, and they did whatever. And if you had the naughty stuff on it, it would just erase everything. Oh, man. Oh, what a- that's, see, that's <laughs> a crime. That's a crime. If you're, if you're serving your country, you should oh, be, by God. law, be able to have access to porn. Those well, in the service remember, need man. the service. Yeah, you got to remember, some people get addicted to that stuff, and then they oh, put yeah. the naughty stuff over priorities of work. Oh, well, okay. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be cautious about stuff like that. And yeah, but listen, I want the soldiers, the 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 people out there serving America. They need to be able to rub one off when they need to. You know, I don't want anything (laughs) getting in the way of that. Desert. Hey man, I'm trying to tell you. You know, when when you're deployed, desperate times calls for desperate measures. There should (laughs) never be. We don't want it. Yeah, we don't want it to get too desperate. No, yeah. like I said, there should never be a time when you go to a porta potty and you be like, "What is that on the wall?" <laughs> you know, you know yeah. that's kind of scary, right? Yeah, there. we might, we we might, we we should probably pivot before Lola tells me off about this line, of, uh, <laughs> about this line of conversation. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's D Day. I, I should give you guys a chance. Uh, what do you guys think about the whole D Day thing? Let's start with Joe. Joe, you got anything, any thoughts on D-Day today? I know you got to come after all that craziness. All right. So that segue into what do you think about the whole D-Day thing? Um, <laughs> it's a, it's relative. It's relative, Joe. Come on. Now. You should have you should have gone for pinup girls and then segued. And then oh, pinup girls. Right. Yeah. Um, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. One second. What? Maybe. Maybe Uh-oh. no. Joe's. Uh, oh, if you're about here. to pull oh. out some pinup, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I am. I literally what? am. Like right now. All right. Well, here's one from. I oh, forget what, uh, yes. What, what division? Uh, TNBC. Here we go. TNBC. Oh. Kaboom. Um. Wait, hold, yeah. Joe. That's not. You're yeah. not giving the camera time to focus, man. Come on now. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah. Slow down. There we go. All right. Hold sorry. it still, Joe. To... Hold it still. <laughs> Do it in there's... the dark. <laughs> Oh, yes. that's nice. That's a nice one. There's all right. Well, there was a couple of them. I don't know where they went. Oh, I don't know. But okay. There were a couple. Of them well, can we see that one again, Joe? Since you, you know, pinup wise, you, yeah. you want to see it again? Yeah, okay. let's see because you didn't give it a chance to focus. Did you give it a chance to focus? Yeah. All right. So. Almost already lost it again. Yeah. Boom. Okay. okay. All right. Just hold it right there. Let. You're moving around too much, Joe. You gotta keep. Okay, but there we go. Are you trying to screenshot this? What are you doing? No, no, no. no. Okay, it's good. I want to give everyone a chance to take a look at it. That's gonna. That's gonna be the thumbnail. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I'm thinking. That's what I'm, thinking. <laughs> um, I'm trying to give everyone a chance. I feel horrible because that. That's like the. I don't want to say you know most provocative because it's a cartoon. Yeah. But Rafael Morales actually, says, "Dang, Joe, slow down." I got some really good ones, and I don't know where they are. That are more pinup girl style. I don't know what happened to them though. I thought they were all oh. right. Anyway, yeah, yeah. ironically you said that. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, I I am not against D Day. Um, if, if if that's what you're asking. <laughs> no, no I one did, here is I, against D Day. <laughs> I, I did I did for the special occasion bust this bad boy out. All right. Oh so, damn it! I gotta go down. Hold on. What, Hold on. He's yeah yeah. Everybody's got just... everybody's got to bust out one of their World War II guns. Yeah. What? So yeah, the uh, the greatest war implement ever devised, according to General Patton. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and, we're uh, waiting. Uh, let me put it b- back on you so we can get this in full screen. Okay, go ahead. Show us. T- uh, tell us what you're talking about, so the folks listening on audio so get an the good idea. M one Grand. Mm-hmm. Um, this one looks really nice. It 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 is. It's a really uh, really nice model. I yeah. actually wound up picking this one up uh, at the proverbial gun show. 
um, but many, 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 many moons ago. Yeah. I have no idea how long is ago. This a, um, is this like an original yeah. uh, strap here that we got on this one, a sling? So the, the, the strap is definitely a Milserp strap on here. The, I can't imagine this stock is original. Um, because okay. it is just it looks good. Fantastic con- yeah, it's an absolutely fa- fantastic condition. The receiver itself here um, that's in here um, is actually uh, is actually a surplus receiver. Um, it looks like it's been updated in some different regards. So it's hard to say. I need to I, I keep meaning to have somebody who knows more about these take a look at it mm-hmm. and actually tell me exactly what I have here. Okay, but um, mm. I picked it up at a gun show from some guy who was selling it, and I think he wanted. Uh, okay, I forget what he wanted. He wanted, I think, like seven hundred and fifty bucks, and I offered him uh, seven hundred cash, and he okay. took it. That's so, a good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was more than happy with it. I, I, I would have paid seven fifty. I just shot him seven hundred out of the gate just to, just, Haggling. just because. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just because, and he was like, "All right, fine." Like okay, everybody needs one. And you and I re- after, after after I paid him, I realized he just came. He, he just got there. The first person he offered it to a dealer at the table offered him four hundred like seventy five bucks or something. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's <laughs> so, why he was like, deal. Yeah, exactly. So he jumped yeah. right on it. Um, you know, and I, I mean, I couldn't be happier with this thing. It has been a boatload of fun, and I should have grabbed you, an, an end block. Have, have you checked the the serial to see when it was made? Um. I have not actually. I hate. Or, you know what? I want to say I did. What I does the remember. engraving say on it? So the engraving, half of the engravings here are kind of worn off on the top, um, but it. But you can make out Springfield um, on it. You can make out the CAL for caliber. Um, you can't make out the rest of the caliber. Uh, the very top line is US. You can make out the US, and there's some other letters you can't make out. And the serial number, when you hold it up, you can actually see the serial number on here. Do you um, know what it starts with? That out. A lot, a lot of it's worn out. But Uh-oh. what's the first three numbers for the serial? Two six zero. Two six zero. Let's see Think if I can try. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if you call it Springfield, if they can better tell you. But then again, I'm pretty sure there's some type site you can go to that verifies that as well. So it's yeah. a Springfield Armory from 37 to 45. Two six. Zero would have been made between Ju- May and June of 1941. Whoa, nice. Ooh, there you go. That's in the zone. Somewhere between May and June. That's I have cool. one. Write that down. Wait, 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 wait. 260, uh, is it a million or are you in the millions or are you in the hundred thousands? Sorry, that's what I also got to check. Is it a mil- million serial it's number? It's hundred thousands. Um, You're in the, oh, there's only six digits, not seven? Oh, no, there are seven. Yeah. Okay. One, so it's three, a seven four. digit. Yeah. You can't make out that middle digit there, but yeah. 260 with no the one. seven digit would have put it at 19 February of 1944. Wow. Okay. 1944. Yeah. For, February good. 1944 so is when you got yeah, it. Yeah. Cool. Here. So I got two. Yeah, I can show off that this is, one. Thank you. I appreciate that. I probably yeah. at some point could have looked it up, but. This is uh, one that I traded somebody for. Um, so I traded a 1903 Springfield that I built from a receiver um, for, he paid, he bought it and traded me his uh, grand receiver. So this is just a receiver that eventually will have to be turned into a grand. Um, and this one is a 1.7 mil. So that would make it mm, 1943, June of 1943. Okay. And then this one is my, my pride and joy this is a Harrington and Richardson, uh, and I think w- when I looked it up, it's from the 50s. So this one was 
in between the wars. Yeah. This is unfortunately not a World War II gun, but man, everybody needs an M1 Garand. These things are beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Hey, uh, what, what do you think about this? Do you think this stock is this? Obviously, the stock is an original, right? Um, so right Probably. on the upper side, right where your face is, down on the below the, yeah, right about there should be a cartouche. I'll show you here. On this one, on my Garand, if you see here, there's a CMP cartouche on mine because it's an after okay. it, CMP made them. Somewhere on your stock would be a cartouche. If it's there, it will tell you who made it, uh, if it's original or not. It looks pretty original, to be honest. It doesn't look. I mean, it's in. It looks. It looks too good, right? I think that's why, yeah, that's why. Why Joe's worried that's why about that? I'm just that. thinking it looks too good, but yeah, it might be an aftermarket. I don't see anything, but it looks fantastic. I mean, it's got the trap door in the back. It looks. Yes. Yeah. Other yeah. than it looking too good. It, I mean, I'm thinking I if the serial number, if the serial number is a good serial number, then how much does the other stuff really matter? Unless it's you're a, you're really trying grand. to. We haven't gotten to the point where, in, because we made so many of them, and because we have them and sell them, we haven't gotten to the point where they're like stupidly collectible. Where you're like, oh, it doesn't have the right uh, stock for this thing. It's a shooter gun. Most people are buying them to shoot them and enjoy them. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. Yeah. And have I'm, you like, shot it yet, Joe? I have. Yeah, I shot it. Uh, I've shot it a decent amount. Um, I think it's only made it into one video. I did some armor testing. Uh, and one of the rounds I hit it, some of the rounds I hit it with, I had some AP rounds. Uh, the black tip? Yeah, that uh, somebody is, set me in. That stuff that's is some badass. nasty stuff. It, yeah. it, uh, <laughs> the amount of back deformation, it was uh, the level three plus plates from AR-500 armor. And it was the, it was the, I think the only round I hit it with that actually, well, I mean, a lot of them jacked it up. You know, they didn't go through, but one of the stoutest rounds to hit it. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, even worse than the 762 by 54 r steel core stuff. It hits back with when, a ton of authority. Back when men were men and carried wooden steel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm happening. actually, I, I, I didn't get a chance. I was rushing to get here uh, to get onto the show. But when this is done, when our, when our show's done, um, it'll be eight o'clock here my time. So I'm going to go back and fire off an end block. Um, <sighs> Gotta get that ting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that sound yeah. is just heaven. Yeah. Absolutely. So did you was there was there a thing you want I don't know what is going on with the with the camera switching right now I'm trying to get my act together for anyone who's like, what the hell everything the is hell fixed camera? on my screen so I I just see I see a yeah. tiny little box that's me and then I see right. you guys mm -hmm. yeah what's going out over broadcast is a little different and let me just remind everyone uh, we've got close to a hundred people so let's get some smash some more thumbs ups if you can if you guys don't mind we would appreciate that. Let's uh, get that going. Yeah. So, did you want to make a statement on uh, D-Day? We've we've been talking it about this leading up to this because Walter's over there right now. Uh, we were talking about it yesterday. We talked about it uh, last week as well. Did you want to say something, Joe, before we move on? Um. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm only on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey. Yeah. I, How do you, I, I, I'm I do sure have you've seen. Say about I'm sure you've seen stuff and all that going on. Yeah. That's why I'm giving you. I, I, I do. I do. So yeah. earlier uh, on our Facebook page, mm -hmm. the 13C Gun Reviews Facebook page, um, I shared something a little different for from uh, for D-Day. Okay. It's actually like a 10-minute Charlie Brown cartoon. Hmm. Uh, and in the Charlie Brown cartoon, I. Yeah. <clears throat> Hank, you're probably, you know, we're about the same age. You, you may, well, 
I guess if you were younger and you weren't over here during that time period, maybe you don't remember it. But uh, it was a Charlie Brown, uh, Charlie Brown cartoon, uh, like commemorating D-Day. Okay. And uh, they have the characters go through, you know, part of Normandy Beach, and they read some placards and they talk about different battles. Wow! No, actually, I never saw that. Yeah, and they roll in like some uh, footage from World War II and the invasion and stuff like that. But you know, it's it's um, it's actual footage, but they. Uh, you know, they kind of car, they, they kind of put like a, what we would consider today to be like a filter over it. So, you know, it looks even more old timey and kind of blurred out ish mm-hmm. uh, at the same time. It's very educational. So, you know, it, it makes me think of how, <laughs> how many, um, sorry, I'm seeing the comment here for computer lessons for Hank. Yeah, five that's, <laughs> yeah that's for uh, post. Cause I just shared this, the link to the show there. And, uh, it's like I said, it's like that 10 minute Charlie Brown cartoon of them going around France and, visiting the historical sites, you know, from the you know, Charlie Brown cartoon special, you know, it's still some comedy interlaid in there with it, but mm-hmm. it's actually really cool to look back and see how much cartoons have changed I me. Mean, now don't get me wrong. I love Rick and Morty, uh, to death, but at yeah. the same time, looking like kids cartoons and stuff, some of those, you know, where they actually would take the time to put some educational stuff in there, not like slanted, you know, crazy stuff yeah. or anything like schoolhouse rock, schoolhouse rock, right. Yeah. But something along those lines where, you know, you're teaching kids about something that's very yeah. historic and momentous, but at the same time, it's not in a teaching yeah. thing. It was just, I don't know, I thought it was really well done and it, it brought something back that I haven't thought of in, you know, whatever it's been, 30 years, however old that cartoon was when mm-hmm. it came out. And yeah, I think that's I, we cool. watched it maybe in school. I don't remember, but it was a long time ago. It's like in kindergarten or something, I want to say. Yeah. Great. That. Yeah. I've got to look, um, I've got to look that up because I, I did watch, um, uh, I did watch that cartoon, mm-hmm. and I've seen it, uh, Charlie Brown, but I've never seen that one, so very cool. Let's see, who should we put next on the spot here to uh, talk about that? Let's put Mike. Okay, what are we talking about? Yeah, so this whole D-Day thing, do you, um, you know, do you recognize D-Day? Do you, what do you think about it? Obviously, you're a veteran, you you know. Oh yeah, You've, uh, so, served your country. I think Joe, w- were you in the military? I can't. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're the only one of us who's been in the military here. Yeah. So you know, D Day is more like uh, Memorial Day for me. Um, it's a day of reflection because without D Day, you do know un- and understand um, we wouldn't probably have the life that we have today, or the actions that took place on the beach and um, that whole battle. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, that one accomplishment led to many other victories that were able to take place, you know. So um, being in the military, like I said, if you've been a history buff, you have to do your research. So everything that took place before the actual beach um, invasion and everything during it is history. So it's just not going there. Mm -hmm. So but if you do your research, you can understand um, a lot of people that were um, involved in it. So um, you had the first session of the frogmen that were on the beach looking at the pillars that was used to deter the amphibious um, to come on the beach. Yeah. Um, You know, so that was the early version of the Navy SEALs. So that's one part of it. Mm -hmm. And then you had um, the other part of it, like um, the vehicle, um, not the vehicle, but the, um, the vehicle squadron, like the other vehicles that actually took the troops to who didn't jump in to the various portions so they can do the various um, checkpoints and outposts um, to keep operations going. Mm-hmm. So uh, D-Day to me is, is more, like I said, a reflection of Memorial Day, you know, so I kind of celebrate Memorial Day two times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's a, you know, there there's so many iconic things about that, right? Um, like you were, t what were those things called again? Those X looking things that they put on the yeah, beach to, to slow down the assault or the tank. approach. Yep. Yeah, I, I called them the steel grids. That's what I called them. Oh, okay. What did you call them, Patrick? They're tank traps. They're tank to traps. prevent tank tanks mm -hmm. from moving up. Moving forward. Yep. Yeah. 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 You know, those you, you've got those things. You've got uh, there's lots of I see lots of people putting up the pictures of the guys on the boats, you know, like moving in. And you could just see all these guys like sitting there on the boats. If you remember, uh, Saving Private Ryan was pretty like visceral. You know, the opening of that movie, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not really, I'm trying to think if there's another movie that's had an opening like that, you know, because I think just the opening of that movie alone was, can live on its own, right? So you've got all those different things. One of the things that always sticks in my mind is the bunkers up on the beach, mm -hmm. that the mm -hmm. Germans were in those bunkers, and those things look solid, man. It looks like a, a layered oh, they, fortress of doom they, from some bad guy. They designed them, um, the Germans built them... I can't remember how many feet of concrete they made them out of, but it was enough that they they wanted them to withstand like any sort of barrage that they could take. Mm -hmm. So you could just sit in there and gun and not have to worry about being blown up. Yeah, they were crazy, crazy things. I think you could take a tour of that now, like the the actual beach, and then you can go up in the mountains and see what the enemy was looking at coming to the water. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think that's a tour you can actually pay to go on. Now. I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah, so I told Marley, I, I actually, I'm interrupting a little bit, sorry. No, no, I, I was going to ask you what you wanted to say about D-Day first, so, you know, go ahead, get, uh, get that I, in. They, when, again, when men were men and guns were made out of steel and wood, um, but I, I actually texted Marley today, and I was like, in 25 years, if not before, I want to be in France for the 100-year celebration of D-Day, because mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to be a huge thing. Yeah, let's make a date. I'll probably be really old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know you you'll you'll be the guy pushing my wheelchair. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder the, if they still have that big cannon, that machine gun cannon, that was the main one that was in the I mountain. No. I wonder if that's still there. Can I ask mm. Walter when he comes back yeah. what they still have yeah. available? Yeah. Um, Did I, he actually go to that site? When he's over he's there? in Normandy. He's, yeah, he's on in Normandy today. Or yeah, yeah, today they're there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, he's there. I'm trying to see. We could check on. Um, you know, he was saying the uh, the French treat this like uh, their Fourth of July, big mm -hmm. celebrations and everything for their like freedom. So mm -hmm. it's it's a, a real big deal with them. Yeah, I mean, he did a pocket dump. I'll throw it up here on the screen. For oh, people. I I so texted him after he did that, and I was like, "Pick me up one of those pocket knives." Yeah, Tell that pocket knife is awesome. Is it cool? <laughs> Is he uh, gonna be able to get it back over here? We hope. Uh, in the luggage, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can see his guy's carry. Walter's yeah. got a prison carry, yeah. a bunch of pockets for us. <laughs> Put it in the old. Yeah, that's the text I'm gonna send Walter right now. <laughs> send them a Sometimes you gotta take one for the yeah. team. That's right. Place one of those pocket knives and or ten <laughs> pocket knives in your prison wallet for me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding. I'm actually writing that. Yeah, I texted him earlier and I was like, "Pick one up. Just tell me the price. I want one because it's it's really cool. They're really neat." <laughs> yeah, I think Walter's having a good time over there. There's lots of folks, so he is throwing up things. But I think he's so busy and all that. That's why we haven't you know heard from him. Okay. This is this is like really his vacation um, yeah. for the year, and it's a really important thing. 
to him, and he's of course like uh, part. You know, he uh, he's in a military vehicles group and all that kind of stuff. So, um, very important for him, and even just from his background, you guys have heard Walter say before, like you know, his family uh, was basically you know the the Nazis affected his family. So, um, you know, that's how they wound up uh, coming over here to America and all that. You know, I don't have to tell you guys, but I'm sure when he gets back, he'll download all of that to us. So uh, let's well, he's gonna have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Ray Bozzolo says my dad was in the Battle of Okinawa, took him to see uh, Saving Private Ryan. He left in tears first 15 minutes. Oh, man. My uh, great uncle who passed away maybe six years ago mm-hmm. was a uh, Marine in the Pacific. Well, more than just in the Pacific. He One was in the Pacific. They also went on to Vietnam and Korea. Um, but was a there's a, a book that was written and he showed me he showed me the, the snippet in the book. But basically, um, the guy had wrote wrote a story about his group. He was um, on Okinawa, I think it was. He was a uh, artillery guy. Um, and they were in this little lagoon where their artillery was set up to shoot towards the, uh, towards the Japanese Mm -hmm. and a Japanese, uh, submarine came up in the lagoon, like 40, Mm. 50 feet away from them. And the, the commander like opened his hatch and was like looking around, I guess, to figure out where they were or something. And all of them grabbed their rifles and were just shooting at this, like, Submarine that yeah, just come ping, up. Yeah, it's probably the pinging off. was like, oh shit. He like closed it and, and they went back under and took off. And they don't, I think there was a story from, because the, the captain actually survived the war. And I think he had the same story on his side where he was like, we came up in this lagoon and got shot at by <laughs> guys with rifles. As it but, should no, be. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. he was a great uncle, was a badass. Yeah. You know, that's the unfortunate thing, right, guys? Um, these the, This is like the 75th anniversary, and most of these dudes are in their 90s. Yeah, they're so yeah. getting know, old. Yeah, they're getting old. They're disappearing from the world. Of course, we still have veterans from, um, unfortunately, from lots of different wars. But, you know, these guys that fought in World War II, like, I think they've, they've gotten the moniker The Greatest Generation, they mm-hmm. are fading out of the world, unfortunately. So we have to try to like do what we can to make sure that people remember that because they don't teach a lot of this stuff in school anymore. People don't know about it. People don't mm-hmm. seem to care. They think it doesn't matter. The world will never get to that again. If we forget, it's definitely going to get there. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so that that's the thing. So that's why I'm saying, yeah, man, I think that more of us need to try to like go out there, remember these things and, and do things. Me, you know, me included. I'm not... I'm not some kind of saint, you know. There's lots of things that I don't pay attention to. We have to try to remember these things, you know, because this is where, like, these guys change the uh, the the fate of the world. Can you imagine the world if uh, the Nazis, um, you know, what Japan was trying to do, and and who else? Let me see. We had the Nazis, Japan. You had Italy and some, <laughs> some Italy places. who did nothing. <laughs> yeah, but you know, on their side, if these guys had really won. What kind of world will we would be be living in right now? Um, you know, you know it would be it'd be awful. But to 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 rag on the Italians a little more, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you are aware, but their Carcano rifles were so bad that if a if a German would die next to them, they would throw their Carcanos and grab the the Mauser rifles because the Mausers were like creme de la creme. 
yeah. the rifle world. Yeah. Carcanos were terrible. I mean, I think they, they, they created some troubles in like in Africa and stuff like that, I think, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And the Jap the Japanese were about to tear shit up, dude. You know, they weren't Japanese, messing around. Yeah. Japanese no. weren't messing around. No. Not at all. They were they were, you know, they were ready to bring it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely if the Germans, man, uh, have you ever looked at those uh, videos or TV shows that talk about what if the Germans had like another five years, just five years to develop stuff like the thing? Oh, I'm sure it would have been totally different in yeah. the worst way possible. Yeah, the things they had in the works. I mean, remember, we mm-hmm. grabbed we grabbed people from Germany and the Russians did. And, you know, the space race, all kinds of things came out of that. So imagine if those guys really had a chance to seriously keep developing uh, weapons and things. We're we were really lucky. Well, I don't know how much luck it was, but strategically, we were smart enough to remove their um, a lot of their infrastructure, which is part of what hurt their war machine was they ran out of seal. They ran out of fuel, which us as Americans, you know. We had us, we had all the allies, we had plenty, plenty of infrastructure, and we had people at the time, which is crazy that we don't have that now, but we had people at the time that were willing to work 12-hour shifts five or six days a week to mm-hmm. use that infrastructure to make wartime tools and guns and ammo, whatever, anything we needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was really all hands on deck, everyone uh, going after it. Um, did any of you guys watch any of the stuff? I know, obviously, Trump had a speech and... There were different things going. I watched a little bit of it this morning. I haven't um, seen it. I'm not super happy. I'm going to tell you guys, I'm not super happy with Trump right now. But I still watched it. You know, he's the president. He's over there doing the thing. I'm not happy with what's going on with the suppressors. Um, you guys have any opinion of that? The whole this whole suppressor uh, issue. I, 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 pur- I purposely wore this shirt today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in direct in indirect response to that. Yeah. I and mean, what does it say? Uh, Democrat scratched out Republican Republican liberty scratched out liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's really uh, disheartening. You know, That's to the see. Word I would use. Yeah, it 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 is disheartening. I mean, it's it's not necessarily a surprise at this point. You know, with mm-hmm. with how he's been talking and kind of going along, you know, ever, ever, ever since the whole bump stock thing came out, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I, I meant if I was going to be, be home earlier today, I meant to catch, um, your talk yesterday with Mac, cause mm-hmm. I know that was a principal mm-hmm. point of your thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just, you would, you would think at least I would think he would know his son was allegedly a fan of suppressors. A huge, and, and a huge supporter he, he big of time, suppressors. Big time, yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, I don't think I just, he cares. No, maybe not. I mean, you, you you would think with you know him having you know all this stuff with allegedly caring about what his kids are doing and thinking and putting making them as part of you know different cabinet persons and whatnot. I mean, mm-hmm. you would think there would be a little bit more thought there. Someone in his position would rely more on experts or at least other people who know more about the subject. Yeah. Uh, do you so, think do yeah, you think that on, the kids are a serious part of the cabinet? I'm sorry, Patrick. Uh, uh, no, I was just gonna say on that on that same topic though, I think this I think this is him, which he does this he does this often, him just talking out of his ass. Off the and cuff. he's too yeah, he's too busy overseas at the moment with meeting the Queen and doing the D Day stuff. To have anybody in his ear telling him, no, 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 we support suppressors. We support suppressors. <laughs> Don't say that. Like, that's my right. thought is he's just speaking out of his ass and he doesn't he has there's no thought behind it. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm hoping that nothing comes of it. Um, I, I actually did a couple of searches yesterday for Trump, mm-hmm. just Trump, President Trump, things like that. Um, and it's not it's not being pushed in the media. I think we because because we all love our cans so much are really focused on it. But from a media standpoint, from the left, it doesn't look like they're really harping on it. They've already moved on to, oh, we should impeach the president. Everybody says let's go for impeachment. So. I think it's a lot of him just talking out of his ass and he doesn't have somebody chirping in his ear telling him, no, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> I disagree with that one. Yeah, I think so. Me too. I yeah, disagree. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead, Mike. I, I totally believe everything he says is taking place. So when you sit there and you look at it, um, if you're not a citizen here, we're going to deport you. And everybody was thinking he was talking about illegal aliens. But it's starting to really affect everybody right now that has the green cards, the visas, um, and if for whatever reason, there's a lot of people I know here in the, um, the Columbia, South Carolina area are getting deported because of that new rule. Um, just like another thing, um, he had actually said in a speech a couple months ago in regards to truck drivers, um, the truck driver is going to be taken care of. Well, they are being taken care of. Now they just got to pay a little bit more in taxes because their per diem is getting taken away. So Whatever he said, I didn't hear the speech he said about um, cans mm-hmm. in regards to he didn't like them. I just saw a couple memes on them. Mm-hmm. But it, now, what does that mean? Okay, yeah. um, it was pay so, a little bit more for them, or are you going to take them it away? Was, it, it, to me, it felt like so. It wasn't. It wasn't any speech he gave. It was like some reporter was asked, him, "What do you think of suppressors?" Yeah, it wasn't some reporter. It was actually uh, Pierce uh, Morgan. Who, yeah, Pierce Morgan asked him about Yeah, it. who he spoke to after um, Las Vegas. He spoke to Pierce Morgan, and Pierce Morgan brought that up. Uh, if you look, if you go look at this video, I think the Truth About Guns um, has a link on their page to it if you guys want to find it. We were talking about it yesterday. But Pierce Morgan brought up the whole bump stock thing to him uh, back when uh, the shooting in Las Vegas happened, and Trump said, yeah, we're going to do something about that. Well, we're living that today, people. So, so that but, that that wasn't a joke, and and he had what, this conversation. What do they do? So so I guess the question then is, what would they do? I'm not realistically, sure. What they would realistically, do. what would they do? So they, with the bump stocks, what they did was they said, okay, this piece of plastic is a machine gun, and that by definition put it under the '86 ruling, can't have new machine guns, and that banned it. Mm-hmm. Um, suppressors are already regulated. They are. It's, it's not a machine gun. What could they do about them? They they can't just outright ban them. Well, so, can't say can't. Yeah, go I would ahead. go ahead, Joe. I personally, I personally would assume, and this is just me. Think I, I asked myself that same question. I've been thinking about that for most, you know, well, part of the day today, not a lot of the day. I was going to say most of the day. No, mm-hmm. a little bit. And my thought behind it would be, obviously, they can push it through the house. They're going to have to do something legislatively. I don't mm-hmm. really see what what they could do other than possibly requiring a Clio signature, they could kind of bring that back. I think I, I you know, maybe. Um, but other than that, I, I don't see what they could do. Um, other than try other than do something legislatively. And obviously through the house right now with Pelosi on the floor, it would definitely get a vote whether it would pass out of the house or not. Probably a good chance it would. Um, the question would be in the Senate, um, how likely it would be to get through the Senate. And at this point, I think if the if if the House and Senate passed it, Trump would sign it. So the question would be, could it get out of the Senate? 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer. So to that. I think not, I think we can't. Yeah, we can't Sorry. rely. No, that's cool, man. Uh, I know you're trying to get some stuff in here. I think we can't rely on politicians, Republican, Democrat. No, <laughs> can't rely on them. Yeah. So if they try to go that route, I think they can very easily put something together because those guys don't really care about suppressors. I think they're all pretty yeah. much in line in line with this. I know there are folks who do. I get that. But remember, with the bump stocks, he didn't do legislation. He just did an executive order, asked the ATF to look at it. Yes, it's already regulated, but but that doesn't well, mean the ATF can't look at it and make it more regulated and put things in the way of what already exists. And then as someone said last night, hey, remember, we're all registered. Everyone who owns suppressors, it's registered. So it's not like the bump stocks. They could come to you. You know, and they can retroactive on this. This is what he did with the uh, with the executive order he put through, and then the ruling that the ATF came up with. They can go retroactive on stuff and go, okay, you have this, but no, we're changing that now. So the fact that you have it doesn't mean that you're good, and you know you're going to get grandfathered in. So I think we're really living in like a limbo here. It's a serious thing. I know there's people saying, oh, there's nothing's going to happen. Well, he already did stuff, and he did it pretty decisively. You know, and then we're fighting it. Who knows when that's going to go through um, a year, two years before the Supreme Court looks at it. I think, um, you know, I would not like like Mike said, I would not look at this and go, yeah, Trump's just talking out his ass right now. I've been saying that since day one. (laughs) Yeah. If he says it, he's doing everything he said he was going to do. It's just we don't like the outcome of it. Yeah. 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 No one's happy here. No one's happy here. (laughs) Now, now, yeah. do we have the numbers for how many suppressors are actually out there? I saw some numbers thrown up that for in 2017 there were allegedly, uh, was it 1.3, roughly 1.3 million uh, registered silencers on the books in 2017? Huh. Really? I that's I, that's that's what I saw. Now I also saw numbers from Silencer Co. Mm-hmm. Silencer Co. Uh, their numbers for last year, uh, it was either last year or 2017. Uh, anyway, they've been averaging 18,000 uh, uh, cans a month. Wow. Good now, for them. Si- now, Silencer Co. is their <laughs> – a guy once said Silencer Co. is the Walmart of silencers. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's somewhat hard to argue with that. Yeah. But uh, they, they make – the Silencer Co. itself, uh, they've got some people who have a cult following with them, and they make up they make up a large part of the silencer market, large part of the silencer market. Um I've seen numbers all over the place. It's hard to tell if somebody if somebody showed me a number that said fifty percent, I probably wouldn't dispute it. Mm-hmm. They make up a huge part of the silence market. But let's let's let let's take that fifty percent. If they've been doing eighteen thousand cans a month, that's nearly a quarter million cans a year just from them. Mm-hmm. You figure if they're half the industry, that's five hundred thousand in two years. Uh, we've increased a million cans, which would put us at 2.3 million, which is possible because from what I've seen from all the work that I've been doing with silencers. Uh, over these past few years, uh, feedback on the channel from people and and getting more into uh, the NFA sphere, it seems like cans have been selling like hotcakes mm-hmm. uh, these past two years. Um, there was that lull during when people thought the HPA was going to pass, but as soon as that dropped, as soon as the last time wait times dropped, there was a huge rush. And I know for me personally, I have you know since October of last year, I've got six cans pending right now. So now obviously I'm just one person, but at the same time, you know, there's, there's definitely sales have increased and I've seen a ton of new people, especially since silencer shop did their, um, did that kiosk thing, getting into the game that never did before. I have several friends who never even considered it because they just didn't want to deal with the paperwork. 
Mm-hmm. Now you just show up to the thing, you do your thing, and that's it. And of course, once somebody does it once, then whether you're going to use their kiosk again or something else, you're you're you're, you're just yeah. You, you realize you, it's not that big of a deal. And once you get mm-hmm. one can in your blood, mm-hmm. it's a problem. Let me yeah. tell you from from once, experience, it's yeah, a problem. Once you, once you make that initial jump, you're yep. you're in. You're like, well, at this point, what's it matter? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hank's got five of my cans sitting over there that I need to transfer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sitting at his SOT. So eventually, uh, I'll the, pay the, the thousand bucks to transfer them. Yeah, these are very <laughs> useful. These are very useful things. I mean, just mm-hmm. just for your hearing. The, so you know. I think I think um, and and this is Hank and I was we're talking about. I, I told Hank that I have a lot of videos in the works, or I said that at the beginning of this. Uh, silencers is one of those that I have. I want to do soon just to sit down, stare at the camera and talk about silencers because there's there's a lot of mystique around them for no reason. There, there's nothing special about them. It's a muffler, the same technology that's a muffler in a car. They're not as quiet as Hollywood makes them out to be. There's just a lot of this like misconception and people want to think there's something that they're not. Um, and I think education on silencers in general would be good for the gun yeah, world. For absolutely. Sure. More. I would like to see more stuff. Uh, for example, mm-hmm. um, I went to a suppressor only event here in Florida. Oh, I bet it was beautiful. At Aries. It so was quiet. Heaven. Yeah. Heaven on earth. Yep. Heaven on earth. Everything suppresses full auto. Everything was suppressed. You can actually walk around and talk to people while people were shooting. You know, um, I'm not saying that you don't have to. Anyone who actually uses suppressors knows you should probably still wear uh, hearing protection. I mean, unless you like, you know, you're using subsonic 22s, 22, still, yeah. still going to make noise. And uh, continued, continued uh, exposure to that obviously is going to damage your hearing. You know, we were so close, right? If you remember, everyone was like, "Oh, these things are going to come off the NFA." Uh, they had they had the political cover to do it, and then Republicans refused. They said, they "Wait just till the sat on their asses." Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. think they wanted to do it in the first place. Mm-hmm. We know yeah, about it. We know how useful it is, right? We know why this was something really important and something that they could have done that we all would have been like, yes, okay, this is this was worth it. But these guys didn't do it, and that's the reason why I think that it's not just Trump that feels this way. I think it's other Republicans out there that really feel this way. And whatever it is in the zeitgeist of, uh, of, of people in the world in America, because of movies, they think, oh, these are horrible things. We, we, you know, one of these podcasts, we had a big gamer come on and said the suppressors are for people who want to kill people. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. You know, so this is the kind of thing that we're this is the kind of thing that we're going up against and that we're dealing with. You know, we try to explain that to him. He was a gun guy. He he had guns. He bought guns. He was like, oh, but the only reason you would get this is because you want to kill someone, which is the most, like, absurd, asinine, ridiculous thing that I ever heard. There's lots of good reasons why you would want to have suppressors. Um, and then we get this one. This is probably, I don't know, was this the first time? The only, I don't think this was, this can't couldn't have been the only time someone used a suppressor to do something like that. We don't it's, even know what he used. It's one of few or... For for a mass for a mass murder, I think this is the first. Yeah. Well, at least post post nineteen forties, it's the first time because there were there were some incidents of of some of the gangs back uh, in Chicago and stuff like that back in the day, at the height of the gangs, uh, where where there was a little bit of stuff like that. But I mean, okay. as far as like in recent memory in our lifetimes, I think this is the first time in a mass yeah. murder a silencer's ever been used. And they just jump all mm-hmm. over it. We don't even know what to use. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. 
I was going to say, has anybody seen the video of any of this shooting? Because, you know, they have some of those cans you can put on a gun that's really not a suppressor. It just you know, looks like one. It, yeah. it looks like have you one. seen a video of this thing? No, no I haven't seen no, it. No, I haven't. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that's been released that I've seen. Yeah. So right. for people point. to sit there and say a uh, suppressor was used in this attack, it how been can a we actually suppressor. know it was just something that looked like one and it wasn't? We have no idea. Exactly. Uh, they they haven't released any pictures of the actual weapons used either. I don't believe. Mm, no. Because that's and, always and, the first thing I look for. Yeah. And, but Virginia and, is quick to say they're ready to ban um, silencers and suppressors right. in that area. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if maybe anybody in the chat might know. We'll throw yeah. this out there to them. Do do we know? Do we know for sure if he used a real suppressor? Do we know for? Sh do we know if it was actually a a uh, whether he acquired it legally or not? Was it actually a made uh, was it was it a factory suppressor or was it one of those uh things that you know you can you can buy one of those adapters from you know wish.com or what wish list mm -hmm. and you know make your own illegal one in your backyard or whatever That's, and that was something my question. like that mm -hmm. because because from from there are people who were on tv who were on different floors who said they heard the shooting and they knew someone was in the building was shooting because they called from other floors now if now if he was shooting a suppressed, a suppressed 45 mm -hmm. Anybody on that, you know, I would think that on different levels, it would be much more difficult to tell what the sound was on different levels. Mm -hmm. Anybody on that floor probably should have known what it was. But on different levels, how well would they have heard? And, and who knows how well this building was constructed? You know, also, yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, I'm in, in my mind, for all the 45s, you know, that I've shot suppressed – if they were on different floors, wouldn't have I, 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 I don't it. think it, they would have heard something, but I, I doubt they would have been able to have been able to tell it was gunshots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at we, least in my opinion. Yes. I'm so that, that makes me think that either maybe he had it in the car and he didn't bring it in or um, or he had some kind of fake, you know, piece of crap that didn't work properly. I don't know. Yeah. We probably will never know, right? We have uh, no I, clue I, what happened in Vegas. We will never know. I was know. just about to say, Stephen Paddock, we have no idea. Yeah, we have no <laughs> idea. I would, I would think that the, you know, for sure, the ATF would have already come out and said, this guy used a legally registered silencer <laughs> if, if he did. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, let's see, Axis and Armament is saying, I read it was a legally bought suppressor but can't remember the media source. He had two pistols and one suppressed, one not suppressed. Um, it's, I do remember. I mean, it's not the outside the realm of possibility for him to do it. He bought the guns. Look, all of that right. is like and a he, moot he, point. He had yeah. bought firearms over. I think uh, yeah. they gave the years, so he was buying them over a period of years. So if he mm -hmm. wanted to buy one, he certainly had the money. As the he was one of the head. In, I don't know if he, I don't think he was the head, but he was one of the main engineers for the county or city, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, he had the money so and the time to get it, or the money, the time, and the, mm -hmm. and the and the ability to do it if yeah. he wanted to do it. Listen, there's – I think, you know, we can argue about this. Uh, I mean, obviously, like you said, we're preaching to the choir. But, you know, ultimately here, there's lots of things that kill people in America, right? There's that uh, doctor that that basically killed 25 of his patients. Yeah. Uh, I just heard about fentanyl. that last night. Yeah. Yeah, he that. gave him fentanyl to kill him. Yeah, and I think there's a nurse in Australia or someplace. She was doing the same thing. There's a nurse somewhere that yeah. killed like 85 people. You know, yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah. that was overseas. And I don't remember if it was like Australia or New Zealand right. um, or maybe South Africa. 
Yeah. Um, but, but I, I remember seeing her, see, seeing the picture and going through the story and yeah, she, Oh God, it was, it was something like 80. It was ridiculous how many she, cause she, she was on a, uh, intensive care, uh, uh, it wasn't regular ICU, it was uh, SICU, mm-hmm. um, and wherever she was at. So, I mean, she was dealing with a lot of, uh, patients who were very, very ill at the time anyway. So, so the amount of people who passed away on her shift was, was not, not a so big much more exaggerated, but because of the position she was in, mm-hmm. she's able to go for a long way. Yeah. So that was, uh, I remember reading, I was like, holy, that's like one of the most successful serial killers of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the thing, and here's the thing, the point that I want to make about that, the medical industry, doctors, uh, you know, hospitals kill Lots of people, hundreds of thousands of people every year. You know, it's a thing. Now, we nope. could say, oh, regulate it. It's very mm. regulated. <laughs> you can't get much yeah. more regulated. <laughs> yeah. Suppressors. <laughs> it's very regulated, but it still happens. You know, I was looking at something, um, one of these, you know, the, these crazy, uh, what's the name? I think it's John Oliver that's on HBO. He does one of the he does one of the talk shows. And I get it. You know, these guys are real leftists and all that kind of stuff. But I was looking at something he, he did talking about medical devices. And the medical devices they put in people and that what those things do. These are huge, massive problems. They kill people. They bring people lots of pain, create lots of destruction. It's already regulated, just like a whole bunch of things in the world. And you, what, what, what can we do about it? It happens, unfortunately. You know, if yeah. you look at those numbers versus what happens with guns, a uh, very small thing, you know, and what we're doing is trying to take away. We already have a situation now in Virginia, in this building. No one was able to defend themselves. Virginia. Yeah. Let's just think about that for a second. OK, we're talking about a place that it's not difficult for people to get a CCW, to, to have guns. There was no one there that they had to wait for the cops to come in and go after across this guy. Across the street. Yeah. The cops that were across the street. Yeah, well, they couldn't, they didn't have, across the street. yeah, they didn't, the cops didn't have a way of getting in there. I don't think they, they could easily get in because they didn't have the card or whatever to get into the building. Well, they were able to get into the building, but they weren't able to get into the security areas. Okay, to go, to go to certain floors or whatever. But there was yeah. no one there. This is my point. Already in America, the way that we have things now, there was no one there that was able to defend themselves. If we nope. just keep adding more laws to this, that number is going to just keep getting halved and quartered and brought down yep. to nothing. And we're still going to have this. We're still going to have people wanting to, to bring destruction and damage to other human beings. And we're taking away people's ability to do anything about it. And we're still going to have home invasions and all kinds of stuff going on. Things that we, because we're gun guys, we talk about this all the time. These things happen every day. No one cares about that, that someone was able to save their kids, defend their home. No one wants to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. I always said the conclusion to getting rid of guns, and even if you say guns are illegal, right there you just open up the doors to a more corrupt society. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Did you did, did you see the story right out of you, you guys is uh, uh, South Florida um, lady who held their intruder at uh, gunpoint. Uh, the the was a mother who was home alone with her three or four kids held the intruder at gunpoint for 26 minutes waiting for uh, Hendry County Sheriff's Wow, 26 minutes. 26, 26 minutes. 26 minutes. Jesus. 20, now, now their initial thing is the initial call she placed to them was uh, and and this is a really crazy story. Their initial thing was that uh, the initial call she placed was a suspicious person. 
because the very first call she made was suspicious person. Uh, she said there was somebody outside of her house mm-hmm. snooping around. So they did suspicious mm-hmm. person's call. Uh, and within, I, I forget the exact timeline, but within a few minutes later, she called back and she's like, Hey, yeah, this guy was in my garage. I've got him at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And then she, and there's like three or four follow-ups to that. Wow. Like, you know, where are you guys at? What are you doing? And then the neighbors across the street are calling. Uh, mm-hmm. and you know, another, another one calls and says, Hey, you know, my husband went over there to help this, you know, she's a mom home alone. Yeah. My husband went over there with his gun to help her to hold this guy at gunpoint. Cause you know, where the mm-hmm. hell are you people? Yeah. yeah. And, Cause um, it's not as yeah, simple yeah, and, as that. The more time that know, guy has, the more time he has to look for an opportunity, a opportunity. window oh, yeah. to do something yeah. to her. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, and you know, of course the neighborhood residents are just, you know, they're, it, it, it looks like, you know, one of those little, you know, one of those like small county roads and, you know, areas, but I mean, the houses in them look decent. Um, you know, it's not like, it's not like, I, I don't know, it's not totally in the middle of nowhere, but yeah, guys, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy to see that. And, uh, you know, you know, and of course they apologize, but you know, it's 26 minutes. That's insane. Have you guys been in any sort of adrenaline fueled anything really? Um, I used to do theater and, and you, we always talk about like stage time feels like so much longer than real time. 30 seconds on stage sometimes feels like it's stretching out like five minutes. Can you imagine with the adrenaline and everything for 26 minutes? That had to feel like hours standing there with that guy. It had to feel like an eternity. I I can't, I cannot imagine that. The the closest thing I ever got to that was as a firefighter in EMT. Um, You know, there there were a couple crazy situations I got into um, just that were, you know, from a patient standpoint, I was dealing with something that was well above pay grade for being in the field. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, you feel like it's, it's an attorney, especially when, you know, the, you're, you know, you're, you're riding on the engine as an EMT and your ambulance crew, who's got your medic on it is called out to another thing. And we, I was in the County, you know, so the next ambulance over out in the middle of the County, you know, cause I was old, you know, it being young and new, I was you know, always in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. <laughs> at the worst, wow. worst, crappiest places mm-hmm. countywide. And, um, you know, it was just, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. wait, wait. And you're like, oh my God, you know, you do the best you can. But at the same time, you're like this, this person needs treatment that I can't, I just can't provide. Yeah. When you live through something, it goes very slowly. Uh, when yes. you remember it, it goes very quickly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> very uh, true. Yeah. Very that's, true. that's the crazy thing about those, uh, stressful situations. Um, I, I think, you know, um, I, like I think the words that you guys said that is disheartening to see what's happening. I, I'm really worried about it, and and I think that we've got kind of like this mass uh, hypnotization, if that's or hypnosis that's going on with America with the gun guys in America. There's a lot of gun people here where they just think this is not going to happen. They just have faith based on the letters at the end of who's in office that are mm-hmm. makes them think somehow these guys are not going to, um, you know, uh, lessen the second amendment. And then it's happening every day. Every yeah, single day. Things happening. We, we can't, we can't sleep on this. Um, oh, where was it? Um, Eric posted uh, a link um, to, uh, and I mean, it's one little thing we need to be calling our, our congressmen, both representative, both senators, let them know how we feel. Uh, there's also a petition that Eric posted earlier, and it's yeah, gone someone, now. It's scrolled yeah, up. Yeah, someone. Um, uh, let me see where is it. We need to repost that. Um, yeah. You know, and yeah, get uh, get a hundred thousand uh, signatures on that, so we can at least. It's 
every step that we can take, especially if it's easy as going to that petition site, put in your, you know, your name and email address and boom, bang it yeah. out. Um, I'm sure it. you can find it if you search uh, suppressor petition. Trump it is. I'm gonna suppress. I'm gonna go through this like thing that. here and look because I clicked on it and I closed it out. I don't think I still have the link on me. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. can find it. Otherwise, I could ask Eric if yeah. he's still in the chat uh, to repost now, it. Now, while we're on this subject, I'm just gonna talk about this before we go over to the Vox Found thing it. and what happened. Okay. Uh, do you have it there? Okay. Throw it up uh, uh, in the yeah. chat if you can. Um, but while we're on this, I'm just, I just want to pull this up. So here's a headline I found, factcheck.org. I'm sure someone's going to complain about it, whatever. Uh, Obama misrepresents U.S. gun laws. So ba basically, um, in re so here we go. In, uh, in remarks at a technology conference in Brazil, former President Barack Obama misrepresented U.S. gun laws, claiming that anybody can buy any weapon without much, if any, regulation, including machine guns. Well, I partially, it's crazy. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. You can do, listen, you could do things no matter what you, this, you could do whatever you want to do. Does that make it legal? No. <laughs> no. You know, exactly. there's, pl there's plenty of people committing crimes every day. There's all kinds yeah. of things that we think, you know, whatever, come up with whatever you think is a crime. There's people doing it every day, every single day. Mm -hmm. You know, how many crimes are even caught? How many people actually punish behind those crimes? How many things hey, do we remember, even think Remember, the war on drugs has totally worked. Don't forget about that. Yeah, I don't even believe in the war on drugs. That's so <laughs> stupid. Exactly. <laughs> it worked uh, well, putting money in certain people's pockets. Yeah, exactly. or putting a lot yeah. of people in prison. It worked mm -hmm. for, that, for that crap. But in, in, uh, in reality, I don't think it's really done anything. Um, awesome. Eric and Lola have both posted it up in – and. And Lifestyles Locked and Loaded have posted it up uh, <laughs> yeah. in the chat there. So if Go you haven't, check it. out the, the chat on the side of the YouTube. Yeah. And uh, be sure to I'll, – I'll share that on social media as well later. Yeah. Um, share that um, around and, just uh, and don't forget to con – Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Finish that. Um, don't forget uh, to contact your congressman, I think you were Yeah, say. definitely contact your congressman. Um, I'm, I guarantee you – I guarantee that by the end of the day, um, at some point uh, – uh, Gun Owners of America should have a petition, uh, or not a petition, but a link to uh, their site where you can contact your congressman through there. That's a really easy way to do it is through them. Mm -hmm. You can send uh, yeah. out emails to all of them and call. Yes. It only takes an extra minute to make those phone calls. Um, you know, and, and we've gone through the thing. An email, I, I, I forget what the thing was. An email basically represents five to ten people. A, uh, a fax equals like ten to twenty people. The phone call is equal to like a hundred people. Um, mm -hmm. for the amount of people actually make a phone call. Yeah. Um, so, so, and, and literally that's how they break it down as to how important it is to people because taking the step to sign a petition while as important as good as it is, it takes literally five seconds Yeah. to send an email, especially, you know, it takes, you know, seven seconds, right. But to make that phone call is a specific time where you actually sit down, you have to pick up the phone, you have to look up the phone number, you have to get connected to somebody who can take your message. That is a huge thing for uh, for politicians. It doesn't matter. I've talked to a number of different politicians, both uh, both on the federal and state level. Phone calls mean a lot. Yeah. So and I can't stress that enough, especially over something like this. We We have to. We have to be vigilant because we're going to wind up with the same thing that happened with bump stocks. We're like, oh, they're not going to do anything. It's 3D, 4D, 29D chess, whatever. <laughs> and no, it, but all it takes is for one 
it may not even take one more event to happen with silencers for them to do something. But I guarantee you, if, if they were looking for something, they've got one now, allegedly, that's there, they'll do another one. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not they'll do another one, but if another one does happen or anything, if they even catch somebody with an illegal silencer, they're going to they're gonna throw the hammer down on it because they've already said they don't let a good tragedy go to waste. No, um, they never do. So, and, and that's pushing on one side. We look back, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. Democrats talk about passing gun legislation. Republicans pass mm-hmm. gun control. Trump's done gun control. Um, uh, you look at Bush Sr. did gun control. Reagan, we're living under that tyranny that he signed off on. Um, so, you know, you, you look at basically all the gun control we're living under now on the federal level has been signed off on by Republicans. Mm-hmm. You know, the Clinton ban is gone. Obama, over eight years, did nothing negative for the Second Amendment. And in fact, he actually he actually signed pro-gun bills while he was in office. That's the reason why we can legally carry in uh, in federal uh, on federal parks now. Right. So and, and by all means, I'm not saying vote Democrat. That is not what I'm saying. But my point is that like we've been saying here all night, we cannot go to sleep just because somebody has a letter R behind their name. We mm-hmm. can't do it. Absolutely. Uh, Babyface, you want to say something? Uh, yeah, I was just a question. I've never actually called a representative before. I've always done the email thing. Do you just mm-hmm. literally call and leave a voicemail? Yeah. Like, how does that work? So so generally speaking, when you call, um, I li- depending on where they're at will be depending on where I call because you're going to have a local office there in your area and mm-hmm. then you have the federal number. I usually, when these things come up, I'm calling the federal one okay. and you'll get a, st- you'll a nine times, if it's during the day and I always purposely call during the day, you can call after hours if you want. I call during the day, literally somebody's going to answer the phone and they'll put you on hold for a second and they'll let you talk to a staffer. You won't talk okay. to your representative, but they'll let you talk to a staffer. They'll take down your information and then Normally, they will send back. Uh, they will send you some kind of letter in the mail. Normally, it's a generic chain letter. Generic chain letter saying, um, you know, we, we, uh, you know, whatever. But they will actually send you a hard copy letter in the mail. Uh, okay. You know, with so some you, sort of. You'll typically talk to. You'll talk yeah. to a person though. Yeah, so you will talk to, to a live person. It, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Mike. To, Nine to times. Put it in perspective for you, babyface. Um, mm-hmm. I did a congressional in the army. So what I actually did was um, I contacted. The congressman for the base I was at in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, like Joe said, um, when you call, somebody will take your information, your name, the district you live in, and um, the reason why you're calling. Right, And then within 48 hours, that congressional um, message and all the information that I gave them and emailed them, they contacted the post that um, I was complaining about. And then that's when that investigation started. So it's a quick okay. process. But like he said, um, if you make a phone call, I think the phone call is the faster um, answer to um, a response. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so I, I never done email, but every time I've actually done that, I made a phone call and the turnaround is very, very fast. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And I think sometimes it depends whether or not they're in session and who you're talking to. You know, on a national level, these guys are in session and then they, then I, they take off and the same thing on your state and local um, I feel like but they're um, still going to respond if there's someone there to answer or you get a machine. Mm-hmm. For, I was going to say from my from my standpoint in kind of how I grew up in the the tech age, it, I'm so used to putting in phone calls to companies or or to businesses or whatever. And it just you feel like it just goes into the ether and it never no. gets heard. Uh, uh, like nobody ever pays attention to it. I, I, okay, but I would not say that. So that was the thing that I was going to interject here into the conversation mm-hmm. you guys are having. I think, yes, 
Um, send emails, yes, write, yes, call. I'm for all of that. But there's this newfangled thing that the Egyptians invented called social media. Um, and some of you, uh, some of you gun guys, might have heard about this. And the thing about this is that, look, we're going to talk about Vox here in a minute, right? And what's going on mm. with Louder with Crowder. And how powerful this yeah. is. Yeah, and how Vox got used social media pressure to force YouTube to defund Louder with Crowder. We're going to get into but, it. But we can but I, we I, can do that same thing. These guys have social media. On the you know? on the flip side, Mike, Mike is saying that, no, they actually pay attention. Like somebody yeah. – will tell them, hey, you're getting a bunch of yeah. phone calls on this. You should pay yeah. attention to it. Well, I agree so with that's that. That's a good thing. That's a really great yeah. thing. I agree with that. But they also care about their social media and they're going to respond oh, yeah. to that. I mean, tr uh, Trump is another thing that evidences that, right? Trump, you know, he's what has he got? 20, 30, 40 million people to follow him on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. saying he's listening to everyone. I'm saying all these other politicians want to be big on social media. And if all of a sudden they're getting massive pushback about something, absolutely, it might not be them running it. It may be a staffer but if those mm -hmm. staffers start to notice hey you're getting a lot of blowback on this They're thing on social media bring it to his attention yeah it's gonna it matters to you it matters to all, most mm -hmm. of us out i know there's gonna be the person who says i don't have any kind of social media i'm watching you right now with a tinfoil <laughs> and an antenna plugged <laughs> into a toaster and, yeah <laughs> and, and that's awesome if you if you're watching on your toaster rock you got a phone somewhere yeah, more power Pick it up, make, make an old yep. school phone call yeah. it's not yep. hard and if you got a smartphone it's really easy you just type it in if you're using google they already know where you live you're gonna they're gonna <laughs> throw in the results for you for where you're at anyway if you know you should be using DuckDuckGo. so you know you actually have to tell them what you want rather than google just you know being like all right well we know he's sitting exactly in this spot we're gonna we're plugged into the matrix man we're plugged <laughs> anyway, into the matrix don't get it. And, anyway red Google's pill or the blue pill <laughs> tell you who it is the phone number is going to be right there all you have to do is click it and then, you know, depending on what, what type of phone you're, you're using, you either have to click again to call or, uh, or it's already dialing and, you know, answer the phone and be like, I'm not yeah. happy. Yeah. Tell them yeah. why. They'll ask for your name. And, and be cordial. Oh, that's yeah. another big yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, be cordial because the, these staffers, and I have never run into, and I've been calling even when I lived, uh, when I, when I lived in Northwest, when I lived in real Northwest Indiana and in Hammond, Indiana, uh, we had the uh, lifer uh, Pete Visklosky was the rep up there. And that guy is a total piece of crap. But even I would call, even though it didn't matter, even though he didn't care, he's been in office like 90 million years, mm -hmm. right? He wins, he wins reelection by like 90%. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous. Um, and I think he's, he's still there for last I checked, Ugh. but, um, cause I'm no longer in his district at all. Thank God. Um, but every time I called and spoke to one of his staffers and then, you know, there's, there's, super left wing as you can get. They were always pleasant. I mean, I was always calling to complain, but they, but, but they were always pleasant. They were always a great, uh, there was always a great interaction. Now, obviously, you know, they, you know, he would take my ideas and throw them in the trash, but, um, <laughs> but it, it was always a pleasant interaction. And I never, I never felt no matter how unhappy I was, I never felt compelled to yell or scream at one of the staffers because they were they were pleasant and chances are one of the staffers are there on an intern program ship or whatever. They may not even agree with his politics anyway. Yeah. So yeah, definitely be cordial to the staffers. And I would also say this, if you have a rep who goes the way you want them to call back and thank them for taking whatever position they want mm -hmm. that, that I, I kid you not, because I've gotten some great responses. I live now in what's mostly a solid more solid, somewhat solid leaning dis, uh, conservative district. Um, so I've called a couple times where, where uh, the representative actually supported something that I, that I've liked, 
And, um, and I've called back and I said, thank "Thank you. you, And they appreciate it. And I actually got a follow-up letter and stuff like that. So, um, which was kind of cool. So definitely take time to make those calls. It, it means a lot. And I, I can tell you, I was speaking with, speaking with, spoken with several different, uh, from, from Senator Mike Braun to, um, to, uh, my current representative now, uh, and guys on the state level, including, uh, Jim Lucas down, down South in Indiana, who's a big proponent of constitutional care here in Indiana. Um, the phone calls me in the world. Yeah. Good. Anyway, I don't right. want to harp on that. I yeah. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm on board. I, I'll make yeah. some calls tomorrow. I just want to reiterate this again, because I think all those are good things. Social media though, people, we are yes, missing absolutely. out on this. These people are vain. They want to see a lot of interaction. If they see their their Twitter blowing up when they wake up in the morning or their Facebook or something like that, they're going to look at it and go, oh, there's something negative. It's too late now. It's already in your brain. It's a brain worm and acting on you. But then other people are looking at their social media, so they could try to ignore it all they want to. Other people are looking at that. And then go up against the people who are running against them that probably do believe in the Constitution. There's lots of politicians out there that don't get a chance, right, because they get overridden by the establishment. And if we use social media, we could boost those guys up and help Mm -hmm. those guys push the guys who aren't listening to us out of the way. This is a powerful tool we're not using. I'm going to transition into talking about this Vox Crowder thing, (sighs) but it it happened here. It happened here and we can can make it happen on our end, to be, you know, to be honest with you, right? They're, They're going around trolling us, doing all kinds of things to to silence our voice, we need to use the same exact weapons that they're using against us, against them. So, mm-hmm. um, Babyface, do you want to jump into this uh, this whole thing that happened with... with yeah, uh, so Howard? for anybody that's not aware, the Adpocalypse 2.0 is probably just over the horizon. When I say that, I mean like within the next couple of days to weeks, YouTube Adpocalypse 2.0 is going to hit. And the reason for that is YouTube has decided to make some more changes because of pressure from Vox. Um, They're making changes to their policies on what is allowable content, what's considered hate speech, things like that. Because Vox, a... um, A reporter there. A report, well, if you want to call him. He makes videos. you call him a reporter? He makes videos for Vox's YouTube channel. Uh, His name's Carlos Maza, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, His gotten to in, into a scuffle, a digital scuffle with um, Louder with Crowder, Steven Crowder. And Crowder apparently you, said some mean things about him that he didn't basically, like. Basically, yeah. So so Steven Crowder has been, every time this Vox guy puts out a anti, and that's all he does. So all he does is put out anti-right wing. Yeah. By the way, this propaganda. guy, this guy, uh, Mazo, um, he has actually encouraged people to attack to do conservatives yes, and yeah, yep. people on our side with milkshakes and yep. whatever it takes, but that's fine. There's YouTube, yep. no one yep. else is worried about these guys throwing things at human beings uh, that have chemicals. I'm not, obviously, a regular milkshake is not gonna do that. I'm gonna be mad that you wasted a milkshake. Uh, yeah, personally. perfectly good milkshake. But, you but know, there could be other things in there. It's not, Stephen. You know. So, So the thing here is, Steven Crowder has come out and he said, okay, so he said mean things about this guy um, and about his his sexuality and who he is. One problem there is this guy is at least the character he plays of being super left wing gay guy. That's who he is. So it's not like he's saying any making up anything about him. He's just using that against. Yeah, he doesn't like it. 
Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> so he started a campaign, and at first YouTube took a look said at no. it. They said, oh, we don't see anything here. They kept pushing it. I think one of the things that came up is Crowder has a T-shirt that says uh, – it says figs. Socialism is for figs. Yeah, F socialism is for figs. F uh, I and where the I would be is a little fig branch. Or, so or fig where, yeah, yeah. So it, it, they they seem to think it stands for something else, but <laughs> I mean, if you want, if you have to read into it, obviously. Yeah. But it says on the face of it, communism is for figs. Right. Um, so YouTube has pulled his monetization until he removes that shirt from sale. Which is insane that a company can say, uh, yeah, we don't want you selling this product. We're going to remove your – we're going to demonetize you. Mm -hmm. Well, it's nuts. Yeah. But they're, they're winning at a certain – from a certain aspect, um, Vox is now winning this fight because they're getting people mm. in mass demonetized. And it's basically only right-wingers with – political opinions opposite to his yeah. now on top of that youtube said it's not connected i don't have the exact article pulled up here i could probably look it up but on top of that youtube came out yesterday and said that they have new youtube rules yeah so there, uh, that's the big scary thing. So coming out with new guidelines on what yeah. is acceptable on youtube yeah and let me let me say something real quick before anybody and again i know we're preaching to the choir here mm -hmm. um hate speech doesn't exist i'm just gonna say that now you can anybody can can come at you and say, oh, it's hate speech. Hate, hate speech doesn't exist. It's not a thing. There's mm -hmm. there's free speech and there's call to action. Those are the two things. There's no such thing as hate speech. So if anybody ever gives you that load of shit, it's a load of shit. There's no such thing as hate speech. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between free speech and calling to action, saying like fire in a crowded building. That's call to action. Yeah. Free speech is free speech. Call yeah. to action is called act. There's no hate speech. So let's people could say things you don't like, but what does that mean? Exactly. You know, I but think. They, Fox wants to say that it's all hate speech and hate speech should be allowed on your platform. There's yeah. no such thing as hate speech. So just, just get rid of that right off the bat. Yeah. Sorry, that, one, that there, one sets me off. There is a such thing as a hate speech. Call uh, to action is call to action. Yeah, call hate to action speech. is that. But a hate speech is a real thing. It's just a matter of how are you actually trying to verbiage right now. But you hate can, speech is real. You can label it as hate speech, but it's free speech. Well, no, yes. no, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying what you're saying is false. I'm just saying hate speech is a real thing. Well, OK. okay so in, 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 re, in the terms of someone could say something hurtful, hateful or yes. uh, potentially destructive or inciting violence. Yes. Human beings could say whatever the hell they want to, you know, but he, how, <laughs> you can listen to if you listen to music. Any kind of music out there, there's lots of crazy, hateful things in there. Right. Or if you look yeah. at movies, you read a book or whatever. Uh, and I think, yes, there's things that people I'm, out there say that we don't like. A guy from in the Ku Klux Klan could say something that would make me and you, Mike, very pissed off, probably make exactly. Joe and, and Patrick pissed mm -hmm. off as well. But that, but what Patrick is saying technically, that, you know, this categorization of that as hate speech and they don't have the right to say that is not really true. They have the right to say what they want to say, then we can cat we we know who they are and they put it out there. That's you know I'm not saying it's a good thing, but but it's something that now we know where they're at. Right? They have the ability to express themselves. Yeah, I I think a good way to put it is like uh, it, it it's like Orwell and you know Orwell's 1984 where they came up with Newspeak, mm -hmm. and just because someone is is exercising their right to free speech and that speech is coming from a hateful place. Mm -hmm. uh, 
it doesn't then put it into a a qualifying category of hate speech, which makes it somehow illegal. Yes. And I, I think that's where the, the, the distinction comes from, because, you know, what if you would have told me the term hate speech uh, to, you know, even just two or three years ago, I would have I would have had no problem using that people using that moniker because it was hateful speech, hate speech. It makes sense. Under the way that it's used 99% of the time in the media today, hate speech is an actual category. How it's being used and categorized in Europe and in Canada, hate speech is a legal definition in Canada mm-hmm. and and I think almost everywhere in the EU now. Mm-hmm. Um, hate speech is a legal definition of, of mean, you know, mean, hateful things that are illegal to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not anything that's a call to action, but and and that's where I think the distinction where where Pat, Patrick and I know myself are definitely coming from, yeah. um, is that just because speech is coming from a place of you know someone who has hate in their heart, uh, doesn't mean that it should be categorized as illegal or and that's why I want to avoid the term hate speech personally because now in you know like I said Europe uh, Canada especially hate speech is a legal technical term mm-hmm. and definition. Yeah. I mean, to be and more, I, I, I don't even want to use that term in our, in our verbiage. Exactly. Right? I, mean, yeah. I mean, to be more specific, someone could say something that we consider, Hey, that's very racist or that's offensive mm-hmm. or whatever. And then that's a completely different thing for us to deal with. The question yeah. is, should that person, is that person not allowed to say what it is they feel? Sure. They're allowed to say it and we're allowed to, they're allowed to feel that way and express that feeling. And then we're allowed to judge them based off of that. Thank See, that's the much. thing is the best, the best way to combat and, and the left doesn't want to, or, or the, I, I'd say the left doesn't believe this. The best way to combat quote unquote hate speech, whatever, let those ideas bubble to the surface and let people show their true colors mm-hmm. because Absolutely. the mass amount of people are going to disagree with it. Let mm-hmm. somebody come out and be super racist or whatever. Yeah. I, 98% of the country is going to be like, whoa, I don't yeah. like that. How, how can we yeah. deal with them? I don't know where, yeah. I don't know if, yeah. if you see and, where we're coming from on that, Mike, because I don't want to make it look like everyone's beating up on you. Um, no, 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 no. Because no, I think no, you no, brought no, up a good fine. point. No. Yeah. But yeah, we need to no, be able to up? deal with them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only thing yeah. I'm, I'm saying is like um, everything Babyface was saying, I'm not saying he was right or he was wrong. Mm-hmm. But when he made the comment, um, there's no such thing as hate speech. I was like, no, hate speech is real. That's the only thing I was saying. It's just yes. decipher it, your meaning. That's right. the only thing. In I terms of people who say hateful things, yes. But yeah, people, it, people it, always do that. It's right. going to be there forever. There's always yeah. going to be people who hate other people for any number of reasons. Yeah. But there's um, – look. Look, look at the things. So, for example, uh, one of the things that was in the news here, um, I guess Kanye West did an interview with uh, David Letterman and he was talking about the MAGA hats, right? That. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I did see the, the okay. clip of this thing. I'm going to look at it in my own time. I don't really I don't really like David Letterman. I looked at a couple of those shows, though. I think he's doing a relatively good job. I just don't personally mm-hmm. like him. But that's, mm-hmm. you know, um, the thing is, is that is that hate speech for someone to have on their hat, make America great again? Of course not. Yeah, that's I mean, that's like, and and this is gonna be this is gonna be a, 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 a maybe a bad example, but the uh, do you guys remember the signs? The it's okay to be white that came out. Well, got a year ago. The signs. You don't remember that people were plastering signs around places that said it's okay to be white. It's a very very on the surface. Yes, yeah. obviously. Did you well, see no, that? that was, Did you see that, Mike? That, yeah, yeah. He's okay. talk, it, that came out around the time when it was um, the the big hashtag on um, Black Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, so all of that stuff is free speech. That. Yeah. It's free right. speech. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I think like, so yeah, so if we okay, take okay. those kinds of things into, like, is it wrong to be white? No, it's, just, it's okay to be whatever you are. It's okay to be yeah. white, purple, yeah. <laughs> you know, orange, whatever yep, it is exactly. you are, it's okay. Um, you know, now when, if you're out there and you are a, a hateful person who's inciting other people to hurt other people, yes, we all as That's a society right. will deal with you, but we need I, to be able I, to identify you for what you are. I have I have faith in society that we can, in a sense, self-govern what we want, you know, what we want, what people what's acceptable to society, like mm-hmm. going out and, and being racist to people or whatever. We don't the every your everyday person is not going to be acceptable to that. It's just not yeah. going to it's not going to happen. Yeah. And, but and, and I, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I, I think free speech, especially. You know, we, we can look at things in the past and 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 have econo- uh, academic debates about the viability and the need for some of, some of, some of the certain things and laws in the past. But when we look here today, especially in today's context in 2019, the the you know as it's called the the marketplace of ideas, right? Mm-hmm. When you're able to talk out loud, especially today. And get these things into the open. Let people expose themselves for who they really are. Mm-hmm. All right. Let these ideas come out. Let people talk back and forth about them and show you get to see from a perspective of and it doesn't matter what age you are to be able to see where certain people, with certain mindsets are coming mm-hmm. from. It makes that idea. You know, there, there's you know, the term toxic masculinity <sighs> to, to use the true term toxic. When you look at these people with these hateful, toxic points of view and they expose themselves it really truly brings out into the marketplace who they are, where it's coming from, and the true agenda behind where they're coming from, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if you let these things fester uh, in the it, dark it, and hidden, that is what really brings about these these horrible It makes outcomes. it worse. Right, it, make, mm-hmm. it makes it worse. And I think yeah. we can see over the span of how things developed from, uh, from LGBT rights, at least Initially, up until now, this point where, you know, you have men competing as women, so that that's a separate issue. But at least as far as the acceptance, uh, right? I mean, you look at the, you know, like Seinfeld, right? That that whole line, and there's nothing wrong with that. That, that alone did more to advance uh, equality in that aspect mm-hmm. than, than any law could have done, right? Yeah. So, if, and, and that's just from a pop culture standpoint yeah. more than anything. But I'm, yeah. I'm trying to use... A, big examples here that everybody's no, would be no familiar I understand with. what you're saying look I th- I think free speech is a very important thing that's why we're lingering mm-hmm. on this a little bit longer just imagine for example like what one of the things that helps me get through existence helps me get through life is comedy mm-hmm. right so let's right. say we imagine a world and 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 it's uh, we've got lots of kinds of uh, comedians out there men women black white everything in between let's say we imagine a world where a comedian cannot get a black comedian can't get up on stage and talk about white people because we're like mm-hmm. oh no you are not allowed we, we we classify that as racism what you're saying because you're talking about this if you can't get up there and say something that we can laugh about we we'll we'll know we know where that line is like okay now you're yeah. being mean and you're going over the line oh no you just said something you know that that I think is funny it's relative or whatever that's where like this whole free speech thing comes in if we really take that away because there are countries on the face of this planet where you actually cannot do that 
quickly yeah. before we before we get too far, um, mm-hmm. did you want to get to um, Fortune Freedoms? Comment? Oh yeah, yeah. Let me uh, throw you gave us ten bucks. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't yeah. want to. It's about to expire. I want to make sure we get. Oh yeah. It. Okay. So Fortune Freedom uh, gave us ten bucks. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Sam. He says the top corporations that control our daily lives call all the shots. PayPal recently restricted us because they didn't like uh, a FUBAR shirt we sold. We created these monsters, and we have to end them. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, yes, very true. Agree with that. Um, and then th- and thanks, by the way. Yeah, I just, just want to yeah. make sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I try and avoid PayPal for everything I can do. I, at, yeah. at our swag shop, I don't take PayPal. Um, I use, uh, was it Swipe? It's yeah. called Swipe. Mm-hmm. Um, Swipe is the other one. Apparently, they're anti-gun, too, as it turns out now. But I don't know what kind of... I don't so, know what kind of alternative I have other than those two things because, you know, it's through big cartels. So yeah. well, what am I going to do? But, here's the thing I'm yeah. going to say about that. Like, so contributors with, with GunStreamer, we're on GunStreamer. They have their own thing like Patreon, and it uses goes through PayPal. Here's the thing. If we don't create something, this is one mm-hmm. of the things I wanted to talk about. If we don't get together as a community, this whole thing going on with Louder, Louder with Crowder and the YouTube Adpocalypse Part 2, 3, whatever's coming at us, if we don't get together and create our own things, we're done for. So it, it's better to have something mm-hmm. than to have nothing in the beginning. We all it's, hate PayPal, but we got to have something until we make the thing that we can rely on and then we can all move over to that thing. It's really scary how tech is being weaponized against, and I say the right because I'm, I'm, I, I call, I consider myself very much center right, but I see that tech is being weaponized against the right specifically, and it's scary that there's an idea that like, oh, I can't use PayPal any longer because I have an idea that are in, in I they're the thought police they they disagree with something that I think is correct. And so their service is not eligible to me. Like that's that's terrifying. Yeah. That we have to create our own products or our own services, and like segregate ourselves out from the. Le- it's it's awful. That that it, idea it is, is awful, but it it's is, true. Yeah, it is awful. Let me just get to this uh, super chat from Hot Mess Express. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, yeah. Here's their message. Try being gay, a Republican studying the Russian language on Facebook. They think I'm a <laughs> effing robot. Yeah. Gosh. uh, Yeah. It's a tough thing. So here's the thing about so here's the thing about that, like segregation. Um, Sometimes I think that's the best thing in the world. And and here's what I mean by that. Look, first of all, because of what we all believe, we don't want to make these companies into utilities. We don't want to create laws yeah. and reg- and regulate them because we because mm-hmm. we're libertarians and we don't we want yeah. smaller government and all mm-hmm. that. That's one. But two, I think like even let's let's say we go back to the to the like the black thing, right? Black communities. A long time ago, they they were segregated by law and other things, but they had their own communities and they were doing their own things and their money stayed within that community more. Mm-hmm. Today, because those things have gone away, the the I think there was a study somewhere you you can look it up. Like a, when when a black person makes a dollar, it just it just eviscerates into the into the world and goes out there. So now some people looking at this might go, "Well, who cares?" You you know, we're all supposed to be blended. But I think when it comes to what we're doing as gun guys, the money needs to stay in the community, too. You know, we need to have our yeah. own ecosystem for that reason, because then we have the power. When we give up this power, then you can have banks coming and going, guess what? We don't like that business you're doing a year out. Yeah. You know? So so and this is happening. the thing about they that. We're, we're to yeah. that point. I think if you would have told gun people five years ago, 
hey, start looking at businesses that allow your what you do. Mm-hmm. We would have been like, ha, that's crazy. But we're to that point now where it's like, yeah. Uh, it's scary. It's Listen, scary. I'm, I, I would say if someone asked me right now, do I think YouTube should be a utility? Yes. Do I think PayPal or other things need to fall under that category? Yes, I do. But I am not going to spend my life trying to do that. Instead, here's the thing I have more control over. I could talk to you guys. I could preach to the choir. I could say, please, guys, I'm begging you. Babyface, you know this, right? I've burnt mm-hmm. a lot of time trying to like talk to people and tell them and work with companies that are trying to do this, even though I know like, hey, these, th- there's a high likelihood these companies may fail. I'm, I'm, I'm trying my damnedest, you know, to get people to get together and get their own platforms. Let's make banks. Let's create platforms. Let's set ourselves up so these guys never have control of what we do. And it doesn't mean that you have to get off YouTube. I'm not saying that. But if we create our own ecosystem, then we can take care of each other and there'll be something in there for all of us. There'll be something for the manufacturers, something for the for the folks on our side that create content, for the audience, for everyone out there, right? We can help politicians. If we see someone that like this guy believes in the Second Amendment, we can we can help that person get into office instead of having to rely. The Republican Party is is just as much a, a pyramid scheme as freaking uh, the NRA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think we really need these things. This is, what, this is what happened with the NRA. We've left it up to the NRA. They're a big, massive behemoth. We all were just blindly giving them money. Look at what, do they give a shit about us? No, not at all. You know? That's what Brownells should have done instead of buying ARFCOM. But they can't buy the NRA. The NRA is they, locked in and, lo- and, and owned no, no, not, by, no, by not Lapierre. No, not the NRA. I meant, right. I meant they, should have, they, they should have tried to come up with their own payment processing thing or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe, 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 they, maybe they're working on that. Yeah, I'm I don't hoping. know. That would be fantastic if they yeah. were. Hey, what? one more thing on this whole box thing that's not necessarily gun-related or truly political speech-related. One of the things they say they're going to crack down on is uh, like flat earth conspiracies. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, flat earth, the flat earth is ridiculous because if the earth was flat, cats would have pushed everything off by now. Yeah. So I'm we've pushing, settled that. Yeah, debate. I'm pulling it However, up here. Yeah. Right. So, so they said they, they're going to crack. Uh, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. Let me just get this in real mm-hmm. quick. They said they're cracking sure. down on channels that advocate uh, neo Nazism, white supremacy, and other bigoted ideologies in attempt to clean up extremism and hate speech on their service. I, I like how they focus they, they, on they, right leading hate speech only. Yeah. Right. And and should it, be using if, if you dig down into that, all their things also say conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. So yeah. things like mm-hmm. people who say Sandy Hook didn't happen and mm-hmm. they, they specifically reference that and flat earthers. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I bring up the flat earther thing is, again, cats would have pushed everything off. So it's not. But it's <laughs> a good I like uh, that. you've got it's the true. ice. You walls. can't argue the with ice that. Cats, cats push anything off. So, of flat the ice walls are so stopping the cats. What I hear, <laughs> basically what I heard out of that, everything you just read was. Hey, we're gonna do what we want to um, do. If you don't support what we believe, you just deal with whatever punishment. We're, we're gonna getting. categorize yeah. you as a neo-Nazi, as an extremist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, again, o- only because of the flat thing. You know, there was a time, you know, right when Magellan was doing his thing and you know trying to sail around the globe, and you know the Earth is round. Right. That was the the vast scientific consensus at the time was that was insane. The Earth was round. Mm-hmm. Only point being is that today, 
whatever, whatever the next thing, whatever the next thing could be. Right. And I have no idea what it is because I, you know, I don't know yet until somebody figures it out. You know, the back of the moon is made of cheese. I don't know. Whatever it is. Right. Yeah. I think Uh, we're riding on the back of a great um, of a great tortoise. The, right? the planet the is, is, is it's a Whatever big tortoise, it is, and we're he, riding on his back, and he's moving through the universe. People need to be able to get that information out there. Yeah. And however it's vetted, however it's received, in the marketplace of free ideas, it is going – if it's true, it'll prove itself out. And if it's not, it's going to fall flat on its face. Again, it's freaking mm-hmm. 2019. Let people make their own decisions. Let let Right? And, and by pushing all this stuff underground, you wind up with all these – bizarre, crazy things that happen, be it wherever you come down at, you know, be it, uh, you know, we, we've seen the more they crack down on people who are against vaccines. I'm not taking any sides here. Uh, the more we wind up seeing a greater growth of that uh, anti-vaccine community, right? The more they continue to crack down, the more they continue to try and, and suppress it rather than letting these things into the free marketplace so that you can say, hey, you know, Right. They they dismiss it. They try and push it under the rug and it continues to grow the exact opposite of what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I that's the dangers that I see is that all the whatever, whatever extreme or bizarre thing or what may be a good thing to come out of it is going to get marginalized. The good stuff will get marginalized and the bad stuff will continue to grow and fester under the surface because it's not allowed to be talked to talked yeah. about. Yep, that's what really disturbs me. What they don't realize is the youth go the opposite way. Um, more and more people mm-hmm. that I talk to, I was talking to someone today by text, and he was telling me, hey, my, my kids don't believe this crap that these guys are pushing. They're, it's making kids, it's making younger people conservative. You know, it's if you think back to like the 80s and 90s when everyone was saying hip hop's bad, you can't listen to it, you got to put these warnings, and yeah. make kids go, oh, I got to listen to How that. How did that now. work? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, imagine if Apple came out and said, "You know what? We don't want conservatives. We don't want people who believe in guns using our devices." <laughs> That's the end. That's mm-hmm. the end for them. If they actually went out there and said, "Oh, we're looking at your phone and you're doing gun stuff. You can't use our thing." Okay, you can you can do that if you want to. You're gonna you're gonna create the industry that destroys you by doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, because someone, some enterprising person, this is what capitalism should be. This is what we hope it is. Will go out there and say, "Okay, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a phone that doesn't give a crap about yep. all of that. That doesn't care about your thing." So when we have companies out here pushing their message on us, ultimately what they're doing is they're they're shooting their own selves in the in the foot. It's kind of tough because because we're all living through it. And, you know, it's a, it's a thing that we have to deal with every day. I see it. I mean, I, I, you know, I could tell you guys so many things that are going on behind the scenes. But, you know, I think ultimately what it means is we have to stand up. Like we were talking about D-Day today and you're talking about young men, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old on a boat knowing that they are highly likely everyone that they're looking at is going to die in the next 30 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. and they're going out there and they're doing it so that we could do this. All of this came out of that. You know, so what like what are we going to be willing to do? What fears are we going to be willing to face so that our kids uh, continue to have this freedom or get more freedom? Right. We have to be willing to face something that we're like, man, if I do this, if I get into this, I could lose my shirt I can go out of business. I could be broke and all that kind of stuff. We have to look. We have to be fearless about that, I think. You know, one thing, um, since you brought back up D-Day again, 
when I was over in Germany, you know, technology has increased tremendously from the time of World War II to now. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, you know, in the military, they give us um, clothing that assists with keeping us warm. Mm-hmm. And I just put it in perspective of back then, those guys didn't have that technology. Them cats were tough back mm-hmm. then. Cause yeah, I man. cry when it gets cold. Those were some real men. Yeah, they were tough guys back then. Yeah. And if you <laughs> look at it, we we're giants compared to a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in terms oh, yeah. of like the, our the size. average person's grown what three inches in the past hundred years, something like that. Yeah. yeah, the average height for people is two and a half inches tall or something like that. The average. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of World War II movie. I don't know if anybody saw it back when it was out in December. Um, uh, we were we were soldiers. Yeah, the the one they yeah. recolored. Yeah, the oh, one they recolored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was I, I saw yet. I saw that in the theater, and that was that was unbelievable how yeah. moving that movie was. It was yeah. just it was. It was crazy. So if it, it comes back out in the theater, they do a re-release of it, something like that. You guys, you should definitely yeah. go see it. it Walter was, it was, was talking crazy about it. What those, what what they, what they went through in World War II in those trenches, and they went through a number of different things. But I mean, it was. I, this I, was, I can't. I can't. It was World imagine. War One, wasn't it? Yeah, World War One was a lot of the trench warfare, and it was just yeah. it was just insane what they went through when they went into those trenches, what they were dealing with for, and not just the trenches. I mean, there was this this focused primarily on the European theater, but I mean, in, in the trenches, but I mean, it was just, when was, was what was the timing of world war one? Um, 1914 to 1918. Okay. So just think about that. Pretty pretty darn close. Let's say roughly a hundred years ago. We're living on a completely different planet. Yeah. This is a completely different planet today. (laughs) If you, if you brought somebody from that time forward to now, they would have no idea how they would lose their minds. (laughs) Yeah. You know, completely. This is completely, entirely a different place. And that's just 100 years ago, literally four generations. I think generations are going by 25 years, right? I don't want to get this. Something like that. 20. Is it 20 or 25? So four four generations or like four people ago. So your your great, great grandfather, right? (laughs) Living in those times. Completely, Mm -hmm. completely different. completely different world today man that we're mm-hmm. dealing with but it's still the same us we haven't changed that much everything around us has changed technology has changed the things that we could do just think like um i know i think they had cars back then but not probably not a lot of people were able to to roll around in cars and stuff like that imagine today you uh, get some kind of car and it's like yeah there's no power steering in this sorry yeah yeah <laughs> i mean no one's buying a car unless you can connect your phone well, you can go to the gym and get a workout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's complete. It's a completely different thing. And if you think about it, um, like I, I saw someone saying that it had to be boring. There was no time to be boring. You had to do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't have you time. Were, you were bored. working. There was no such yeah. thing as free time like we have it now. No. Leisure no. time. I mean, no. you were maybe Sunday after church, you got, you know, half an hour to sit down and eat with the family. I mean, you were working yeah. from sun up to sundown every single day. Everything yeah. was, I mean, it took, it took three days to do the laundry for, you know, mm-hmm. it was that kind of ridiculousness, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. An amazing world. They didn't have this thing that they could just pull up and go, they shall oh, not I want grow to know old. Yes. They shall not grow old. Okay. Yeah. Yes. A, yeah. Um, so, okay, Lola wants us to talk about this because this did come out today, just kind of like a, 
uh, pop culture thing, a complete uh, switching around here. Um, High Point, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the episode that we actually had someone from High Point on the show. We actually had a representative from High Point on the show. So High Point has this thing. Let me see. I'm going to go to the – do you have the website there that you go to? Because So they're coming out with a new pistol, new gun. And uh, right now it's loosely called uh, the 9 pistol. But they're giving everyone an opportunity to uh, be involved in naming it. I'm trying to find the link. Is this the link in here? Oh, where is this link to this thing? Okay, I'm just going to have to go to High Point site. Unless you have that link, Patrick. I don't have it handy. I'd have to go yeah, find I'm it. I'm trying to pull up the link. I know Lola's going to go, and I sent you the link. Hank wants to. <laughs> yeah. No, I just gave Lola credit. She's going to say, I sent you the link. You know, how come you didn't see the link? Because I wasn't prepared. Somebody but, somebody already owns highpoint.com. Let me, yeah. you know, let me try this. No, I don't think there, I've ever gone to High Point's website before. There is a link. Hold on. Let me I see. I-pointfirearms.com. Yeah, there we I'm go. I'm trying to pull up the link right now because there's a direct Oh, my link. God. Look at this. Right on their main page, there's a button here to join the NRA. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got to change that. Um, yeah, I don't know what that is. They definitely have to change that. Name, Where? The, name the nine. Is the nine on their page? Because still in this thing I, I'm looking at here, there's not on, the link. On the, fr- on the scroll, there's like five different scrolls that come up, and it's the first one that says name the nine. I try and click on it, and nothing happens. I've okay. never seen their website. Uh, name the nine. Okay. Yeah, there's, yeah. that's not there, a button. There's a link underneath it now. <laughs> June, 8, June 6th yeah, through the 13th, to... submit a model number for the new pistol, then click here to win, cast your vote. Come back on whatever June eighteenth or whatever it is. Where the hell do you? I agree to the sweepstakes click rules. Here, ah, click here to enter. Okay, so it's like a yeah. sweepstakes. Here, uh, I'll I, throw. No, I got it. I just threw it up in chat. Okay, I'm throwing it up anyway because I was looking for it all this time. So it's happening. It's getting thrown. I up. just I just put it in there. It's so, it's already in chat. Oh, uh, you just yeah. copy. Look at that. Just copying me. Yeah. Someone says be Name nice the to nine. Lola. Now it's got a threaded always, barrel on it. Yeah. I'm what, always nice so, to Lola. So, I married her. How much nicer can I be? So what are y'all thinking? We oh promise. Don't, why did you ask We already that? have it. Hank point nine. This no. is why I'm bringing it up. I'm starting no. the campaign. You guys oh have God. to help me. This is oh not God. a choice. This is a this is a dictatorship, and I am the chief dick. <laughs> High point. Hank point nine. Hank point gunny nine. Gunny gun face nine. I, I, yeah, Ra- Raphael has it. Gunny gun face nine. I like it already. <laughs> I, I love it. That's it. Uh, Boom. No. Gone. Hank point nine. Face. Hank point nine. People, Wait. let's do this. Come on. You guys are not with me on this one. I like Hank Point Nine, but I got to tell you, I'm digging the Gunny McGun face. No, forget. I'm I'm blocking Rafael Morales right now. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Listen, they're not going to go with any ridiculous things. I think at the end of the day, but I'm going to encourage. Are, are, are you saying a high point is like the British government? That's what you're saying right now. High point uh, is like the British. Maybe that's a what bit. I heard. <laughs> when I they were on, when they were on, Rafael they said Morales. they're not doing anything ridiculous. <laughs> Rafael Morales, I just entered Gunny McGunface nine as as an option. Oh wow! At two, <laughs> at two, babyface. <laughs> you know, you're not gonna join me on my campaign. Okay, I'm mad now. Hashtag Hank is nuts. <laughs> Hank nine, point nine. Oh, come on, let's do. Okay, I, Mike. Hank Mike, I know you're with go. me. You got to keep it real for the culture. You got to do it for the culture, man. Are you with me um, on this? No. I I actually love my Walter. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 man, I can't. Yes. So listen, everyone, go put it in there. Uh, put in your entry. Hank point nine. Let's do it. You can do, you do the Gunny McGunnerson thing all you want to. Go in and do another entry. I'm going to do mine right now. 
I'll do I'll do a Hank point nine. Yes, and then I'm gonna go Hank in and use my other me. email address and go do Gunny McGunface. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way I can't not yeah. do that. There's no yes. way. Yes. Okay. Everybody. Fine. Fine. No, definitely for everybody in the chat. Definitely don't do Gunny McGunface. Do not do that. I'm you definitely shouldn't do that. You should definitely do Hank point nine. Definitely don't do Gunny McGunface. Oh, baby face. Yeah. Don't don't do <laughs> Gunny McGunface. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you see what I have to deal with here? <laughs> I think the name sounds cool that Hank um, expressed. Yes. <laughs> I do oh, agree okay. with that. Yeah, Hank.9, oh. we have a chance. We um, can do it. Oh, you got to put your phone number? Point, you could do It could be the high point H9. Oh, H9. No, can't do that. Hudson used that, didn't they? Uh, well, yeah, wasn't, what was the Hudson? It was I something it was H9. H9 so it can't be the H9 standing no, for. No, no. Hank.9, babyface P. <laughs> all right there we go boom it's in hank point nine <laughs> i to gonna look through these and be like what on earth yeah. i would love to see so i'm gonna I'm show i'm gonna pop up my screen just to show everyone like me filling I'm out the thing this out to a uh to like a spreadsheet and i would love to see the spreadsheet of what they got because it has to be horrible and hilarious things at the same time Oh, but you I know, it's going to be some real comedians that comment <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah. I think we have a choice. I think we have a chance at the Hank. There point it nine is. People. Hank point nine. Yeah. My confirmation. OK, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Let's get it going here. We can make this happen. <laughs> I wonder if they do name it that will Hank actually get some type of residual off of it. <laughs> I will donate all the proceeds to charity. I'll don't actually I'll donate it to the GOA. There you go. Oh, if it's actually like named, if it's like named the Hank Point Nine, all the money goes to the GOA, and so we can divert whatever NRA thing is on uh, is on the High Point website. We'll donate. We'll get all that money going over to the GOA. I'll even I'll even let you guys put my logo up on that gun. I might sell <laughs> one or two. So, what if Especially. they actually send you the gun? What will you would you keep it? Oh, Hank loves high points. Are you kidding yeah, me? I, I, yeah, yeah. I know. I've got a high I point. I've got two. I've got two high points. Actually, we're going to do. We're doing. He I think I just put up a video today from okay, high points. So, how about this then? Um, if they was the name, the name you stated, mm -hmm. and then they give you one, would you sign one of your old ones and give it away? Or No, if they gave me one, I would give it away. That's cool. I got, I got yeah. no problem doing that. I would get you know. I just figured because I know you like hot points. Yeah, and I just figured you want to keep the newer yeah. one and give away an older one. Yeah, but I mean, come on, it's going to be very affordable. We can buy a bunch of those. So <laughs> I would definitely, if they sent me one, we could customize it. You know, we could put my face all over it. We could do it something like uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but something like how I customize my uh, my knife here. <sighs> that looks my awesome. Microtech. Yeah, you know, we'll customize it like that. And uh, yeah, yes. we'll have yes. that high point all. The high point nine will be all out in the world. That's all I'm saying. I'm starting a campaign. I'm gonna get them to come back on here too. Do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll keep this. We'll, we'll keep this going. Although I know Babyface is gonna be immediately. Um, I don't think Babyface. I don't think he put in the thing for the high point nine. That would be. That would be just, a great follow up. The Hank Point Nine will be a great follow-up to the CZ P10C uh, threaded barrel that I have. That's just the working title for that video is going to be uh, "Bad Luck or Hot Garbage." <laughs> I mean, all of the above. I mean, all of the above. 
Yeah. Um, yeah so, so oh, God, I got I got to call their warranty service tomorrow and yeah. send this yeah. thing back. So, so Rafael, and then the question is, when I get it back, do I just as soon as they get it back, don't even fire it, just sell it with a clean conscience that yeah, it runs and just get rid of it, um, or. Or do I see if it? You or do I see how it does? Come on back? now, if it runs, you gotta you gotta give it a chance. Um, I know, I yeah. know, I will. I, and and I'm you know I guess I shouldn't have expected much for four hundred bucks. <laughs> um, and and literally, literally this I just saw the email from. Uh, uh, it's not Gunbro. It's 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 one of the it's the same site I bought it from. Um, and they're they're selling this this the threaded bar- CZP10C threaded barrel suppressor height sites three seventy nine now. Mm. And now I know why they keep plummeting in price. Word, I mean, I haven't like looked it up, looked it up, but word must be out. This thing is crap. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> and so- I, I, you know, call it what you want, but I mean, normal. I get frustrated with this stuff, right? I mean, it's just, it's 2019. You shouldn't need a break-in period for a gun. If you're no. going to advertise as a suppressor host, it should probably run with this, run with cans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, every, I mean, it, you know, and it's finally now after a couple hundred rounds, it's mostly broken in but at the same time it's, come on guys it's it's i don't know i just i didn't expect this from cz mm-hmm. you know i've i've got my cz 51 i've got uh i've got the 83 right i mean these are guns made in the 50s and 80s and they run fine it's 2019 what went wrong uh i don't know man materials or people just don't care anymore something yeah something went wrong yeah um, Rafael Morales says you need a custom leather holster for the Hank Point Nine. Um, I could tell you something that I know for a fact: Andrew's custom leather w- does have the blank for a High Point. What you, you should do is you have you seen the picture? A, you can get a High Point, huh? You seen the picture of the the guy that put a flip flop on his belt and just stuck the gun in the? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's oh what God. it means. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what it needs. Dollar flip flop. That's ruthless, right? Yeah. That's ingenuity. That's good old. Was it? Was he an American? I'm sure he was. That's all that matters. And if he was someone from Florida, that's even greater. Oh, God, he probably was. Yeah. You know, if he was a Floridian, that's even greater. Okay. I don't know. We went over the nine o'clock hour. I don't know if there's oh, any other things that oh, yeah, you got. Yeah, because we're having too much fun. Went by real fast. Way too much fun going on here. If there's, um, let me see, was there anything that you guys wanted to talk about that we didn't get into? I'm good. I got to take the dog for a walk. He's looking at me. Okay. What is this? Oh, there's Florida woman. Okay, let's go through this. Let's do this really quick because Richard Hughes sent me this. Here we go. Let's see if I could throw this up. Oh, dog's got to go for a walk. Look at him. He's staring. Oh, he's Wait, let me see. Hold on a second. Let's see. Go go back. Go back to... uh, Okay, go back to Buckshot. Go back. Can he hear me? Can he hear me? No, he can't hear you. Oh I man, I was about I was about to do a bark attack on him. Well, See, look at him staring though. Yeah, he, he is, can hear me. He, can... and he knows we're talking about. He's yeah, yeah he knows. What's sure. Up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he can hear me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what? Well, I was gonna go to this. Uh, this is a Florida story here that I'm gonna go to. So let's do this really quick. We gotta get Florida woman stabbed self. Tells police she was tired of living in Trump country, in Trump's country. A Florida woman who stabbed herself three times in the stomach with a kitchen knife reportedly told responding officers it was all because of President Trump. The Palmetto woman, whose name was redacted from a police report posted by the smoking gun, was found covered in blood standing outside her apartment on Sunday when police asked her what was wrong. She reportedly lifted up her shirt to show three stab wounds. I'm tired of living in Trump's country. I'm tired of Trump being president, she reportedly told the police. <laughs> One way to get out of it. <laughs> uh, so silly. It's not Trump's country. 
This is our country. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> People who get that craziness in their mind, uh, I don't know what's wrong with you. This is our I, country. I could never stab myself. That's cr- that is pure crazy. Yeah. I hate pain. I don't want pain. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, it's like the do we do we know why the guy lit himself on fire? He was wearing a USA shirt, but do we know why he lit himself on at the, fire at the White Anybody House? Know? Oh yeah, no. I don't yeah. know. I, I saw it, but up. I don't know why. That's it. I mean, not not that it makes it okay, you know, or anything, but I'm I'm just curious. You know, the guy lit himself on fire. We should at least know why, yeah. even if it's a crazy idea. We should at least know why. I mean, because that's commitment. You got to be committed to douse yes. yourself in whatever flammable. I've heard stuff that is a way to get rid of crabs and. Yeah. <laughs> Cleanse it with fire. Cleanse it with fire. To have to to strike that match, knowing or lighter, whatever it is, knowing what's about to happen. I mean, that's that's commitment. Oh, yes, on the real. You know, yes, probably should have should have been committed a while ago. Uh, but still, it's a commitment. Yeah, that's really hardcore. So. <laughs> That's hardcore. <laughs> yes. All right. You know what? Let's, okay, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up here. Let's see. I'm going to yes. start with Babyface P. I don't know what your numbers are on YouTube, but we got to get people over to your YouTube. It'll happen. So It'll happen. So folks no out worry. there, yeah, let's get the YouTube numbers up, people. Check out. Uh, Go ahead. Tell the folks. I was just going to say Babyface P on YouTube, Baby underscore Face P on Instagram. Those are my those are my big places lately. So yeah. Go find me. Yeah, and he has a he has a camera, so he's throwing up videos all of a sudden. Uh, constantly, and I love it now. Yeah. I'm hooked. Yeah, he thinks he's all of that. He's you know, he's a professional videographer, right. or a filmmaker, or some craziness. <laughs> uh, Hashtag what? passion is real. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fine. All right, Mike. What about you? How can the people follow you out there? Uh, I say the easiest way to follow me, start a conversation with me outside of calling me at 803-250-1256. You can follow me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, Instagram is at Munitions Weapons Tactical. Um, and Facebook is just M-W Tactical. But you can also do a search on Instagram for M-W Tactical. It should be the first one that pops up. And um, you'll see the picture of me holding a rifle, shooting down range. Um, that'd be the easiest way. But outside of that, just follow me on my drive and my campaign to get the A-class shooting in USPSA that I am pushing for to try to accomplish by the end of this year. Okay, very cool. Very cool. And uh, uh, last but not least at all, our friend Joe from 13C Gun Reviews. Um, how can the folks follow you out there, Joe, and keep uh, track of you? I know you're, you're, you've got a lot of time nowadays. I don't know how the job search situation is going on. Uh, we didn't get to talk about uh, job that. search situation is yeah, but it's 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 still moving along. So uh, for those last time I was on the show, which is a week and a half, two weeks ago, roughly, um, I had just gotten laid off. So it's been uh, it's been uh, about three ish weeks coming up on three weeks, I think tomorrow, something like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, still progressing. Well, you know, um, things are moving forward. So hopefully we'll have something locked down here in the next couple of weeks. It's one of those it's 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 one of those things, you know, it just takes time, you know, between you know, lining stuff up, sitting down with people, interviews, stuff like that. It's 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 a process. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the future does look good. Um, we did launch our Patreon um, not long ago. It was a kind of direct response to kind of this happening. Uh, before, you know, I, I I did pretty well with the day job. So, you know, I funded the channel, you know, 100% out of my own pocket. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it, I, I really want to continue things going. I'm not sure exactly how things are going to scale up before things get back to normal for me anyway. But um, it was probably time to launch Patreon anyway. So we have that. Uh, we're 13C. 
uh, you know, patreon.com forward slash 13C if you're interested in that. We also have our uh, swag shop, 13C.bigcartel.com, where you get, you know, uh, you know, it's all unique swag, you know, patches and stuff like that um, if you're interested in supporting us that way. And, of course, just liking, sharing, commenting. If you're not subscribed, subscribe to our channel here on YouTube. We're also on Full 30. We're on GunStreamer. We're 13, you know, we're 13C uh, on any of those. And uh, facebook.com forward slash gun reviews. Check out that Charlie Brown uh, video on uh, on D-Day, which is it, it, it's a pretty cool throwback if you've seen it before and you haven't seen it, you know, in the 30 years or whatever when it came out. Um, and if you haven't seen it, it's kind of neat to look back at something that's, you know, 30-ish, you know, maybe more years old now uh, that really has a nice perspective to it. It's, it's refreshing to see it. Um, as opposed to, you know, some of the stuff that's out there now. So anyway, we dropped a couple new videos, uh, including this one, uh, the uh, Quarter Circle 10 uh, Builder's Kit. Um, so definitely check it out. And we're also signed up for the newsletter. We're giving away a uh, ALG uh, Defense ACT trigger. Uh, all you have to do to be entered is just sign up for the newsletter, and we're going to give that away uh, the end of Independence Day weekend, so about a month from now. Oh, sign cool. up for the newsletter, good. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, before before I throw in the end here, we've got, I think mm-hmm. it's me and you, Babyface, tomorrow, and we have mm-hmm. a special guest, Adam Kokash, mm-hmm. is going to oh, be nice. joining us. Yeah, he's going to be I know, here. I know him from somewhere. I remember uh, I remember he was in the military. I don't yeah, God, I can't a, remember. I think he was a Marine, I, I and uh, he's a libertarian. I don't remember the thing, but the name rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have him tomorrow. For the folks who know him, folks who don't know him, you'll get to know him. You know, so that's happening tomorrow. Don't forget to follow all these guys on social media. Support these guys. Uh, it's very necessary, as I was saying. Uh, let me drop the uh, end thing here quickly before we go. If you're uh, not subscribed, subscribe now. Thumbs up. Ring the bell so we so you can be notified when we throw these videos up. This is Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. And uh, that's pretty much it. Anyone have any last words out here before we go? Thank you, everybody. Have a great night. It was fun. Yes, absolutely. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Peace. We are out. See you soon. We are out of here.